0: <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another NextLander podcast. I'm Vinny Caravella. I'm in the basement. Thank goodness I'm in the basement. My little weather bug on my Windows machine just has a red angry dot next to it. It's just red and angry. And that
1: thing just dis- enabled?
0: You know, I, I do. I want to know what the weather
1: is. I uh,
0: find it vaguely useful. I've, I
1: got rid of it solely because it showed up at some point after I had installed windows. And I said, you know what? I didn't ask for this. That's Goodbye. right.
0: I, I had, that was my initial reaction. And then I, now you use it. I don't click on the like newsfeed thing on it, but I do glance down at it. And now I see that it is a giant red, angry dot Brad shoemaker. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Hello. It's you, you, it's always welcome to the next lander podcast. When is it going to be this lander?
0: Oh, it's uh, always thinking about next. Yeah. When is when is next? This now now Lander
1: always, always his mind. Never, never his mind on where he was, always what he mind. was podcasting about.
2: Alex Navarro, where is your mind? My mind is on. We spent so much time coming up with the name next Lander. We are not changing it. I'm telling you right now. When is your mind?
0: About five minutes ago. <laughs> it's his lag. It's tough. Yeah. It's it laggy out here uh we are here and we've got some games to get into in a little bit games like neon white which i have seen credits on Ooh, oh. Redout out starship troopers a little game called the looker and i have played a ton of spider heck since we yeah. played that on that oh. demo oh my gosh so much spider oh, is, heck
1: does it still work
0: it still works for me well oh, I, we'll I get into when it we up. talk about spider heck but for, works okay, for in time.
1: quotes Oh, maybe I, I feel naive. I thought all those demos would stop working after that fest ended, but I guess not.
0: Um, it worked last, this weekend, so uh, <laughs> uh, I don't well, know. The fest you?
2: officially ended as of uh, two days ago. Yeah, so I don't oh, know. Maybe oh.
0: it, it could be done now. It, it
2: could be done now. Fest.
0: Oh, that was great. Uh, how's everybody doing out there? Holding on? Holding it's on hot, tight? Man. It, it's got It's gotten hot again. It, it gets hot, and it gets not so hot, and then it gets hot, and it gets humid. Yeah,
2: and it's humid today. It's a I have this is the first day I've been sitting in this room and I am like, I wish I was doing this in any other room than this one.
0: It's a hot room. Yeah. Can you put the air conditioner in another room out another window and then pipe the AC into this room and then pipe the pipe the return out of that room? You are talking about a level
2: of industrial work here that I am not prepared to do, and also if I had an air conditioner in here, all you would hear on this microphone is the air conditioner. Well, I'm
0: saying you just pipe the air. You just pipe, you just pipe, uh, put up. There's put no those... piping
2: happening in no. this apartment, let no, me okay. tell you right now. Those pipes
0: are, those pipes are just These sticks. pipes are very unclean. Okay, good to know, good to know. My, my, my partner's
1: been looking at these new, like, window panel fans that's got, like, two or three independent blades on them Ooh. you can you can set either direction.
0: Okay, so some in, some out.
1: Yeah, so you can like stick it in the window and say like, ah, the top one blows out, the other one blows in because like yeah. hot air, hot air builds up inside, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta exhaust the pressure. Do they make
2: like, those for windows? What open sideways? Because that's well, what I got. Yes, I'm sure,
1: I be-
0: yeah, sure. Yeah, I believe
1: so. Just turn the whole I saw thing saw sideways. One, yeah, I saw, I saw one that was mounted vertically.
0: All right, uh, you've built PC cases before. You know how airflow needs to work and pre- high pressure, low pressure. And
1: that's right. Neg- negative pressure.
0: <laughs> there you go. Got to get all that stuff out. Uh, positive pressure. There is no positive pressure. All pressure. No. All pressure is negative. Uh, yeah, it's been uh, it warmed up again, which is I gave the dog a bath. That's It is almost July, up. so yeah. that is understandable. I don't know how seasons work anymore. I feel like it stays super hot until like November now.
2: You yeah, know, I don't how get, get, get a fall anymore.
0: anymore. Dog bath is great. The dog now uh, I give I just I bring a bag of treats to the bathroom and then uh, I just constantly shove treats in my dog's mouth while I wash <laughs> the dog. Uh, my, it's, so, my,
1: my parents dog is the same way for some reason they got in the habit of giving the dog they'll let the dog out on the on the deck okay
0: uh-huh.
1: mm-hmm. dog likes to go lay out in the sun and bark at things casually. yeah
0: that's what dogs do
1: for, for some reason they got in the habit of giving the dog a treat whenever she came in from the deck okay now she just runs what they call a treat scam where she is but she's smart enough to like kind of paw yeah. the door when she wants to go out yes like she'll go out there for 30 seconds and immediately want to come back in and, and
2: then wait and for like, the treat
1: a dozen times a day not just wait like mm-hmm. demand
2: dogs are very smart barky, very yeah. barky dog again dogs have an entire section of their brain that is basically dedicated to dealing with humans so they know <laughs> how to manipulate us uh more
0: than i that's more than i have uh so my dog now goes upstairs jumps in the tub mm-hmm. and then wants that treat and then immediately wants to get out of the tub to get back or in the, and the, tub into the and bath so happens. yeah it
1: doesn't, doesn't work that way dog. nope
0: but it's a good dog. So we got we we washed the dog. The dog was less stinky. I washed the dog's harness. That was less stinky. Dog was immediately stinky by the end of the day. But, yeah, I mean, like
2: there's the dog stink is sort of built into the built dog. In. So, yeah, but it was yeah, uh,
0: dog was less stinky. So it's when
1: weird. there's extra stink on top of the dog stink. Yeah, yes. I mean, I don't mind.
0: I don't mind the smell of a, a normally stinky dog. Like, but you know, dogs have oils and whatever musk, and they, they need it, mm-hmm. and that's how, that's fine. It's got that extra stink. Then it's well, you get that that leave behind stink on a dog. That's where it starts getting uh, troublesome. I didn't also realize got that fish now. That is basically uh, a giant tuna in a in our living room. It, it, the, mm-hmm. the the tank is extremely large. I think also, do you know all living things make waste? What? What if I told mm. you? If I told you that fish poops something <laughs> something awful. I mean, it's a big fish, <laughs> it's man. Big, That's not a little it's fish. A big fish. I gotta scoop that tank out. Sometimes I'm just like, what? Did you eat a cheeseburger, man? What did you have? Oh, pets. Pets. What's the
1: fish's fish's name?
0: It's either Atticus or Finch. I don't remember. Or Fish. Uh, I don't remember. Atticus Fish (laughs) is what that's a name. Yes. That's
1: pretty good. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Atticus. Well, we had two. One was Atticus, one was uh, Finch originally, but then we just called them Fish. So it was Atticus and Fish one of them passed away i'm not sure okay which remains all i, I know like is fish. if i was writing an episode of
2: fish police and i needed a strident lawyer character on fish police uh, i would name them atticus fish
0: atticus fish Yes. Yeah. uh it was uh uh it was a long time ago that fish is now tremendous it is just a carp it is not a goldfish it is just mm-hmm. a large it's a large fish. A congratulations fish cool. on your carp thank you very much um my my kids now want a cat too and it's like, Oh we have we're we're good. You have a dog who behaves like a cat? I feel like that's close <laughs> enough. Yes, my dog definitely likes sitting behind people's heads and on people.
2: Yeah, so. I mean I don't know. I feel like Kirby would probably be fine with a cat as long as the totally. cat wasn't like
0: aggressive. I think I'd rather get another dog though. Like a, a two I think I could if I had more room in this house I'd do it I'd be a two dog night. I'd be a dog. Two dog.
1: Dogs dogs scale. You know? Yeah. Like you can hit a dog in a canine economy of scale because you're already doing walks right just take take them both you know it's it's still the same number of walks Two dogs for the price of one
0: right and uh and they i you know cats they need a litter box we need like scratching posts we gotta get all the cat stuff you know like it's it's, we have dog stuff and like cats you know i had cats growing up some cats are are shredder cats right and they hate hate turtles and they also hate uh, you know they, they do the claw thing on everything and uh, on couches and, you know, do you have scratchy cats? Uh, I mean, not really. Thelma was much more of a scratchy
2: cat and we definitely okay. had to discourage her from scratching on the couch and like everything else that had like material that was scratchable on it. Yeah. But Tangy and Ava are pretty good about just using the posts and, okay. you know, basically like any piece of furniture that we don't care about them scratching <laughs> up, they tend to stick to because we don't shame them for it.
0: Okay. So they're, they're they could be shamed.
2: Yeah, no, they can be. And a- Ava, in general, that cat just lays around. She doesn't do anything. Uh, she's not. She's not really an active one. Uh, Tangy, my apartment. You've been in my apartment in a while. No. It's like you know how you go to a, 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 a like parents. They got like a two year old or a three year old in their house, and it's nothing but just toys everywhere. Uh huh. Yeah, that's my life now. Oh, just our living toys. room is nothing but tat- cat tunnels and <laughs> toys and springs and other things. That's fun. Do you ever step on them? Uh, Every now and again. The springs aren't so bad because they're pretty soft, but uh, when you step on one of the larger things, uh, I tend
0: to, that that hurts. Do you yell at Tangy to put your toys away?
2: No, the only time I yell at Tangy is when she decides to attack my leg because she thinks it's just a big meaty toy to Uh to sink her teeth into, Uh and let me tell you, it's not. Do you get
0: mad if your cats come lay on you when it's super duper hot?
2: No, they just don't do that. Like, they, oh. it's hot for them, too. They're okay. like, fuck this. No. Okay, interesting. Also, my all body right. radiates heat in a way that uh, <laughs> is discouraging to any creature that might want to do that. So, interesting.
1: this is all wild to hear to me because our cat growing up was an outdoor cat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, we owned a cat and not even a litter box.
0: Yes, we we as well. Growing up, our uh, cat Otto was an outdoor cat who would just bring dead squirrels to our yes, porch. Yep. <laughs> yes,
1: like like zero litter scooping, but a lot of dead small animals. Yes, See, we, for
2: us, we still had a litter box. Our cats were in and out; like they would hang okay. out in the house, but they would also go out in the yard and stuff, and they would definitely hunt birds and whatnot. But we had a litter box in the garage, which was kind of where they went between the house and outside.
0: Like I when I when I, when I imagine when I think back to my cat Otto, who is a gray cat, very fit. I'm like, in my head, anthropomorphized it's like some Antonio Banderas, Puss in Boots style cat who's sitting there with a toothpick in its mouth being, you know, with a carcass of a squirrel being like, this is what I brought you. Are you, are you happy mm-hmm. with this? Like, big scar. Because Otto would come back with scars, you know, like scratches and, and scars sometimes and be like, I'm off. <laughs> Just yep. run away. I'm off on the hunt. Yeah, yeah. Ungrateful pieces of shit. <laughs>
2: Weren't. We're not going to ever probably let our cats be outdoor cats, especially not as long as we live in the city, but we have trained Tangy a little bit to accept outdoor situations that are hmm. controlled. Like, she travels well, so we're taking her upstate with us next week uh, when we're out for a few days, and we have a harness for her that we can uh-huh. just put her in, and we have a little tent we can put her in in the car, so she has a little space to walk around. It's not just a cat carrier.
0: What? Wait, yeah. in your
2: car? Yeah, but just in the back seat. It's not that big. Like, it's just a little bit of space for her to walk around. In. That's
0: amazing. There's a buckle into the seat.
2: Uh, I don't think it buckles, but All also, right. you know, I mean, it's padded pretty much around the side, so even All if right. something fell, she'd probably be fine.
0: Okay, that's amazing. So he's got like a little, a little cat room in your back seat. Yeah, I mean, look, if I get into an accident,
2: that plastic cat carrier ain't gonna do a whole lot of protecting either. So no, that thing's just a missile. Yeah, at that point.
0: Uh, that's that's funny. My uh. Uh, I like the idea of having, like, a little room inside your car to, like, hang out, hang out in. It's like, not a lot of, of
2: space, but it's better than just being in a cat carrier where she can't even really stand up or do totally. much. Yes, yeah.
0: it sounds much more reasonable. Does your cat get car sick, do you know?
2: Not that I've seen. Cool.
0: That's great. Little cat, kitty vomit bag. Yeah.
2: yeah. I also think maybe, you know, Sam just doesn't want to not be around the cat right now, which I get. She's very attached to Tangy. We both are. But, like, she's just like, I don't want to go. I don't want to travel. I'm going to miss Tangy. And I'm like...
0: Oh, to not not be around the cat. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cat goes. She away. wants
2: nothing but to be around the cat.
0: Yes. Got a little like cat carrier for your back.
2: Yeah. I'm just like at this point, if you want to just call her a support animal, you're more than welcome to. I say go for it.
0: Is Ava just gonna uh, be chill out and have somebody come check on? Him? She hates
2: traveling. She doesn't okay. like going anywhere. Like we have a we have a pet sitter who will come by twice a day to look at her. So nice. Not Austin. Not this time. <laughs> okay. We ask a lot of Austin. We <laughs> wanted to give him a break this time, yeah. Especially now that like it used to be like we would only really feed them once a day, and then we just refill their dry bowl at night. Uh-huh. Now they're eating twice a day because Tangy needed to eat more regularly because she's a growing kitten. You know, you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta feed them more regularly while they're growing, like a teenager.
0: Just saying, if you and now wanna, she's used to it. If you wind up moving out into the burbs and want to mm-hmm. move around here, I like cats. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind checking in. Go go. See you keep cat? saying this like you have to convince me. I'm convinced. I'm, I just need to find a place. Just don't buy a house. <laughs> just never oh, buy. Just, just that's the shit. only problem. Yeah, there's a, a little bit of a problem called the housing economy. and just Yeah, that's not yeah don't
2: worry. Problem. That needle is moving, is inching toward the balloon right now. So we'll see what happens when that happens.
0: Pop, pop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a ho- housing bubble relief it is. Uh, Brett, how are the, uh, since we're talking about pets, how are the pigs? They're yeah, doing well. Yeah?
1: Peace. Nothing to report. Yeah. I mean, yeah they continue to live yeah. their lives
0: <laughs> yeah let you know steady as she goes do you do you take them out and like uh they ever go out of the apartment
1: um I'm trying to think we took our last pigs out a few times to the park okay I'm trying to think i don't think we've taken these out
0: i, feel, I can see that being overwhelming like there's a yeah, lot you gotta be careful yeah for sure <laughs> like there's, there's a hawk actually
1: on. a hawk has taken up residence like right outside of our apartment weirdly. oh
0: boy they know
1: like I've I've been seeing it like circling in the evening. Oh, and like boy. Every night for the last couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> hawk's going to to it senses.
2: There are some little meat nuggets nearby. It's like going
0: to you we, guys are going to go out. It's going to SNL Candyman uh, uh, the shark at your door. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like like whenever we did take the piggies to the park, we had to <laughs> bring a little cage siding and like cover it also <laughs> like they're prey animals, you know? Yeah, they're, they're skittish for a reason.
0: Hey, uh, you, your uh, your owner's home. It's uh, I'm here to check the meter. Just uh, no, come mm-hmm. in. Uh, Candyman. Uh, just uh, got a delivery. You guys, order some food. I'm, I got a bird made a nest on my porch, and every time I go out there, a freaking bird flies to a fence and just starts yelling at me. And like, dude, you yeah. made the po- you made the nest here on my porch. What are you what am I supposed to do? Not Birds don't understand my property
2: door? law, man. Oh
1: gosh, just have no respect for it.
0: Yes, birds like squatters rights. Mm-hmm.
1: My, my aunt and uncle have bats. I found <sighs> out when I was home recently, they've got straight up bats roosting That's up of, in there.
0: Is that dangerous? It's ca- are they, It's kind of rad. Like, like do, do you have to like, be careful? I don't know, like, actual <laughs> bat stuff versus, like, cliche bat stuff. Are they like, Wait, rabies you mean, on bats? Like,
1: and, like, oh, well, I mean, they can be rabid, but I don't okay. think that, you know, I don't The vast think majority common. of
2: bats are fairly harmless. Okay. Uh, are they vampires? There are
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's why
0: they only come out at night. Uh huh.
1: There were a bunch flying around my parents' house too, and seeing bats in the evening is kind of rad.
0: It is kind of cool.
1: Like they're it's just cool another until one flying flies in thing. Well, <laughs> I don't know why. They're just another flying thing, but for some reason seeing a bat is like extremely cool in a way that seeing a bird is like, ah, eh,
0: whatever. There's something about the, the flight of a bat where, you th- where I, every time I have seen bats, I'm not quite sure what it is, and then it immediately clicks into a bat because it has that like weird flight pattern. And it's uh-huh. like, oh, that's definitely yes. a bat. Oh, that's, those are bats. Uh, it, they, no, they're neat. They're neat flying rats. Uh, should we get into the games? Yeah, sure. Uh, we've got some games to talk about. Where do we want to start? We didn't even talk about off-camera where we wanted to start. Should we, should we talk about Neon White first here? Yeah, let's just bang it out. You finished it. I did finish it. I saw credits on Neon White, and much like, you know, I think uh, Star Citizen, another game I saw credits on, that doesn't Wait. necessarily mean I finished it. Uh, <laughs> you did? Uh, 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 this credits on Star Citizen. What? They have credits? Wait, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Citizen Sleeper, boy. That's, that's a different oh, game, wow. man. That's oh, wow. the okay. most different game you could Extremely, be talking about. Oh, my gosh. Extremely different. That would be pretty funny. Yeah, I that's finished like, Star Citizen. On. I got the build. It's okay. I'm the first person to ever finish this game that no one knows exists. You know, it only costs uh,
1: you thirty or forty thousand dollars.
0: Uh, yeah, exactly. I put my entire kids, uh, I uh, put my retirement, my entire kids' college savings in, and I got the good ship. And I saw it. no, I finished Citizen. saw saw credits on Citizen Sleeper. Okay, uh, very different. Sorry about that. No, Neon White. Yes, I made it to the end of the campaign. Got to the last level. It put me, it gave me a choice and I immediately hit alt F4 to bail out of the game because it, it huh. presented me with a choice that was like, one of them was locked out because I had not done enough stuff yet. And I was like, mm. oh my gosh, I don't know if that means, I don't know what happens after I do this, make this choice. And it's on a thing that I was going to do anyway. And I was like, uh, I'm just going to bail out. You can just go back into it. If you, you, there, you actually get an achievement or, you know, on my case, a steam achievement for what those are worth, which is nothing. Uh, for picking either one, uh, that game is great. I think um, if I were to, let's say, I don't know, give this a star rating on like uh-huh. a review, oh, who would do that. I don't know if I were, I would say four. I think okay. would be would be the place where I would go. I haven't finished it, but I feel like that's where
2: I'm hovering around right now.
0: It's, uh, I think the gameplay is, is great. I love, I love playing it. I think it gets mired down in some of the non gameplay stuff. I think Brad, you mentioned last episode, this game could really benefit from a just play the levels mode. And I've, I've kind of, I agree with you at this point. Like, I I just want, like I've been getting the gifts. It's become kind of a chore. Find Finding the gifts has become hard enough now. Really? Yeah. It's actually become, the levels have become complicated enough and the gifts are tucked away in places where the process is a lot of, okay, what part of this level do I need to short circuit to keep the right cards? And there's an ability later on that is basically a rocket launcher that gives you rocket jump. And it just winds, it seems like it winds up being keep as many of those as possible. Right. You can rocket jump to find a thing. So I've, I've used guides to find the gifts uh, in some of the levels and it's, I just want to play the side quest levels. I'm not that interested anymore in the dialogue options that you unlock. I just want to... Get it, play those side quest levels from the other characters because those are super fun. Oh, those I have been buttoning through a whole lot of that dialogue, not are, are skipping saying, it
2: outright, but I have definitely been like, I hear the first three words of of actual spoken dialogue, and then I'm on to the next. Yeah.
1: Wow, like fast forward.
2: Oh, I am just I'm just <laughs> pressing that button over and over and over <laughs> again. I'm not hitting the fast forward because that does really just like blow <laughs> past everything. But some
0: of it, some it stalls in some places where you have to watch animations and you can't skip it. Um, yeah. Are, are you saying you've reached anime saturation? <laughs>
2: I think I started out with too much anime saturation, and it just hasn't won me over in that regard, but I do like playing it. I just want to go out on on record here, just say right now, anyone who is adding me on Steam because you think ah. I'm going to somehow be of note in your leaderboard times, let me tell you right now, I extremely am not, and I'm sorry <sighs> I, but, d- I came
1: in here ready to say a friend of the show who I won't name, like out of nowhere, DM'd me their Steam ID and was like, hey, add me on Steam. Oh, I, think oh, I, I also got that got DM DM'd as well. Yes. And and I didn't have the heart to say exactly what you just said, which is like, I don't have a lot of times to field. Certainly not amazing ones as of mm-hmm. right now,
2: but but sure, I'll add you. Just don't I think I've much. beaten
0: like two of Vinny's times and no, gotten nowhere oh, near you. anyone else's. I uh, well, I, yeah, beat, that, I beat a couple of dance times so uh, uh, that's about it I'm not playing to beat
1: I, times I said it last week or maybe the first time we talked about it that like seeing even oh yeah it was the first time because it was before the game was out so it was literally just me and Vinny on the switch to your boards that's all I can <laughs> yeah. see and even then I was like going back and trying to beat your times kind of obsessively like like you but even with that said like I'm kind of surprised how much the competitive <laughs> aspect of this has just like like caught fire on yeah. Twitter like people are all over the place i head to head and like snarking and like it's
2: I'm not it's, surprised just because it's the people I totally would have expected to have this <laughs> moment because it's the same people I saw like you know posting astrobot scores and other things yeah. like there is just a subset of people we know who will find any game like this and as long as they like it they will make it their thing because they just want to keep one upping one another and I respect the hell out of that I want no part of it
0: it's it's fun i i am also i'm just getting my gold sometimes i get the platinum accidentally and i move on i've gotten my neon ranked to one and that's where i wanted to be and i got all i got all the the admission ticket things and got to the top of that uh kiosk um which bummed me out but that's for everybody else to find out and so i'm not replaying levels to get better times but i those things go down to what the Hundredth of a second? I mean, they they are they are fractional oh, yeah. seconds in those leaderboard times, and that's uh, I could see why people would be like, I just got a little bit above you, and that's super mm-hmm. fun. Like, you know, you don't have to yeah. beat somebody to score by a whole second; you could just even beat it by a fraction of a second. Um, some
1: uh some people reached out after I said last week that I kind of wish they didn't show the hints, yeah, because it seemed like it was just walking you through good times. But like, multiple people said, like, yeah, those hints are just kind of a starter guideline. There's actually like. On most levels, there are other shortcuts. There's more stuff you got to figure out yourself if you really want the best times.
0: Yeah, I believe that. I, yeah, right. Like it's uh, and but I don't, you know. So, so the thing I'll say talking about last time too, some of those levels, there was like a level that was four minutes, man. It's like yeah, a, it's, they're not was,
2: all super short. They're
0: not. It's later on you get some levels, and I was like, oh my gosh, and you know you're replaying a level so many times sometimes you're just hitting the right mouse instead of the left mouse accidentally which discards the card And you're like oh i gotta start this whole level over again because i discarded a card but i've only ever had to really switch cards during a level manually when i'm going for the gifts i maybe once or twice in a level usually the levels are designed in a way to line up with the card you're going to use and like on, I think it's on the PC. It's Q to switch cards. You're hardly ever doing that. It's it's usually usually you know if you goofed up if you have to switch a card yeah. because they're they're kind of lined up to use them. Like anytime I wind up with a card, extra card at the end of the level, I'm like, ah man, I messed up somewhere. I missed I to, something. Or I, I should have I should have burned the stomp card way earlier, uh, but I was scared to. I'm definitely having
2: my best runs when I just completely empty my my brain. Like, when I'm operating on a purely reactive level, and I am not sitting there thinking about, like, okay, I need to stick this landing, or I need to hit this spot ahead of me. It's like, if I am just going pure, no thoughts, entire reflex, I am doing way better than I am if I am actually trying to plot out my course even a couple of moves ahead. And that's probably not smart, but it's how I'm succeeding.
0: There's a really There's a really fun place, I hope you guys get to near the end of the game, that there's a card you get in the late very very back half or back you know let's say ten percent of the game mm-hmm. that is a makes the gameplay really, really wild okay a, and fun uh and that is the state I had to get into for those sections of the game where it's just like, oh man, just don't think too hard if you if you think you're gonna miss your miss your shot here, just like flow state through it. Again, really, really like it. The dialogue stuff and the cutscene stuff, I kind of tired tired out on. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they went in, they patched some of that stuff out, too, for some stuff that had become... A couple you know, of
2: lines that people were like, hey, this is actually kind of rooted in some bad shit. It's a cool game. I, yeah. I, I really like it. I. It's a solid four out of five, is what I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> I would say maybe four and a half, if you want to yeah. go there. Nah, we don't and do you, half stars around here.
1: And, and you said you weren't into the competitive aspect. That's
0: right. That's right. Uh... Yeah, it's neat. I'm I'm not gonna probably go back and try to ace those levels. That's I'm gonna go back and get the gifts. I'm gonna beat the game again. There, it does unlock another mode when you're done that I'm actually curious to try and uh, and see what that mode is because it seems like it could be cool. And I will come back for any additional DLC or something for that game uh, and, and new levels and and if they, I mean, I've played it through. Don't forget, I started on the Switch. Got about right. halfway through those levels, and then wound up coming back and doing it all again. Uh, so I've I, I spent my time in there. You've but, uh, you've earned you've earned your time. You've done what you needed to do. It's cool. Uh, uh, neon whites, weird game. Story goes in a kind of fun place too. Okay, that's good Just, to hear. Because yeah. right now I don't care about it at all. No, you may not by the end, okay. but it's but it's at least at least a little different. You know. Uh you you probably know exactly where it's gonna go actually. I, I liked
2: when Neon Yellow said that Angel looked like John Cena to him. Yes. And just about nothing else has really hit for me, so <laughs> I like Neon Yellow. Neon Yellow's He's a bro. I, he's a total bro. Yeah, he's a bro bro. I
1: I have to I, I almost said this two weeks ago. I might as well just say it now. I was convinced when I heard Neon Yellow talk that it was Greg Miller. It was positive.
0: Oh, go okay. back and
1: listen. It's not. I looked it up. I, okay. I, I went. I later went and
2: looked at the voice cast. It's not. But like, but I can see how you might have arrived. I there. I
1: swear, like even now when I listen to it, it's still I just feel I feel like I hear it in there. But it's
0: not. interesting. OK, I didn't. That did not occur to me, but I, I I could.
1: Which, like, to be clear, is not a commentary on Greg Miller's relative bro ishness. <laughs> no, <laughs> just saying it just kind the, of sounds like him. The tone of the voice sounded
0: like it to me. Uh, Neon white four out of five. Um, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I suggest go oh, checking. Oh, we're doing it out. reviews again. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, very short ones. Available on Switch and also on PC. Brad, you've you played a decent amount on PC now versus Switch. Not,
1: not a ton. I, I played enough on Switch that I'm also surrounded by two computers worth of spare parts. <laughs> I, I've had a lot of PC trouble. I've been trying to diagnose that's been eating a lot of my time, but. Uh, I probably will go back to it on PC. On PC, okay. But, but yeah, but having to replay a bunch of it, I kind of slowed down.
0: Sure. Yes, replaying some of that stuff can be, especially if you've gotten gifts or good times, can be tough. I found that going back and once you figure out a level, it's actually pretty easy though. Like it's uh, like it, it, once you solve the mental puzzle. Uh, so anyway, available on, on Switch and PC, twenty five bucks. We're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna come back. We're gonna talk some more other games, other games, other games. Right after this. This week's show is brought to you by Rocket Money. Uh, Rad shoemaker Alex Navarro. I bet you guys have subscriptions.
2: I had a lot of subscriptions. I had too many subscriptions. And at a certain point, I had to drill down. I had to, I had to focus. I had to make sure that I did not have so many subscriptions anymore.
0: You had to take time out of your day, my busy schedule. Your time, which is worth more than anything, to find those subscriptions and cancel. Brad Shoemaker, do you live a subscription lifestyle?
1: I am just a walking monthly bill at this point.
0: <laughs> it's the world we live in. If you need help, boy, guys, I got some. Uh, I got some news for you. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels. Your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place. It says here that most people think they're spending $80 on their subscriptions, but in reality the number is closer to 200 My god. What are we even doing? With Rocket Money you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. Rocket Money also lets you monitor all your expenses in one place recommends custom budgets based on your past spending and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way. By going to rocketmoney.com/nextlander. That's rocketmoney.com/nextlander. rocketmoney.com/nextlander. Thanks Rocket Money. All right, let's get back into it. Speaking of going, must go fast. Gotta go fast. Redout two, the sequel yes. to Redout.
2: Redout, a futuristic racer that I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember a great deal about, despite the fact that I definitely played a bunch of it. I, I,
1: like, I yes, I am actually going to pull up the first game on Giant Bomb right now to see if I quick looked it or something, because mm-hmm. like I'm positive that I played it. <laughs> But it left absolutely no impression in my memory at all. None. It is looks like we played it on a UPF or something. Okay. Okay. Uh, at some point, um, uh, it futuristic is futuristic hover racing. Yeah, yes, it's it, back. It's back.
0: It is uh It is F zero. It is. Wipe, wipe, wipe out. wipeout. Wipeout. I would say wipe it out. is the wipe audio out.
2: aesthetics of Wipeout and a little bit of the visual aesthetics of Wipeout. It is maybe a little bit more geared gameplay wise toward an F Zero. Yeah. Oh,
1: I feel it feels more wipeouty to me. The cars are very floaty.
2: Yeah. They're very, very floaty, floaty, but the way they they really penalize you for hitting the sides of the track feels very F zero yes, to me. Uh,
1: yes, that is a, sure. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember how much that mattered in, in Wipeout. The the big one for me is that the when you move laterally in F zero, the car kind of stopped when you stopped moving. Right, mm. and these these drift these kind of float and drift back and forth more when you let off the steering. That's and the ship fair.
2: design definitely looks much more.
0: Wet. Yes, yes. The,
1: the aesthetic definitely the yes. It's not quite designer's republic, but it's. Close enough, kind of of that ilk.
0: It's a very neon future. It's mm-hmm. uh, uh, speaking. Okay, so uh, let me. I, I,
1: oh, you, yes. Can we talk
0: about the the future yes. here. I, okay,
1: I like. I didn't even get into the game before I like wanted to come in here and talk about this. <laughs> it's like the the intro to the game. The voiceover is so amazing because it's like it's the most like breathless utopian vision of like a future where mankind ascended. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's like it's like we tamed the water. We shaped the fire,
0: yeah,
1: we conquered space and time. There was only one thing left the fucking hover racing
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think they say gravity, I, but yeah gravity is yes, what they but, say, but, but the it's, way it's
1: building up to like it's like, okay, you've literally become the master of all reality, <laughs> except for now it's time to do some extremely high speed hover racing,
0: so I don't know where red out I don't actually remember red out, but but yeah, they set up this world where. Fucking the racing is all that's left, it seems like, to keep any, whatever humans have become, whatever post-sentient being they have become, they love this racing. And so it is a tour of whatever millennia humanity is left. And they just put race courses on it. So when yep. you go to like, but they have VO intros that are amazing for each place. So when you go to whatever they call Neo Egypt mm, and they're
2: Cairo, like, yeah,
0: yeah, Cairo. They're like, this is where the water world wars took place. Yep. Uh, and uh, millions died. And uh, you could see the remains of everything here. And this is one hell of a fucking track. You're just going <laughs> to love this. This track is so damn good.
2: Uh, Check did, out this pyramid. It looks like the future, but also you, there's a track that runs through it.
1: Did you try the black hole track? Uh, no, no, I didn't get up Check to out that. The, like the, the the intro for that is like, it's like oh, a black hole mysteriously <laughs> appeared on the edge of the solar system and, and swallowed Iris Station or whatever. <laughs> it was like, then we suppressed its gravity and now it's just a space dumpster.
0: Great. like, like They have figured out everything here in ways that it's I... It's real dumb. There's a Marianas Trench track that is like hey this is where this is one of the places uh humanity tried to find refuge when uh, Earth was doomed uh, and they built this underworld colony it didn't work but a billionaire came back and kind of reinvigorated it and now it's a super awesome track have fun on this track water is really fun to uh, to uh, uh, glide through have fun. Yes. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's like, like this. a space
1: for, it's like a, or not a space. It's like a, it's a resort. It's like a, they, they say it's like, Oh, it's a tourist attraction with like a luxury hotel. And like so, at the bottom of the it, ocean.
2: They're, t- they talk about it in these incredibly utopian terms, but like, I feel like the dark secret is that like they're, this, this building toward a, you know, chariot racing was very popular in the waning days of the Roman empire. You know, that kind of thing. Like, I don't know. I, is there some dark turn coming here or I, is it really just, we have ascended and the logical end point for any civilization is to just Race as
0: fucking fast as possible. There's a vibe that I got f- from like my time in Disney World on like one of those a uh, uh, big oil sponsored rides that like you sit in the little cup and it takes you through like the mm-hmm. amazing- Exxon Valdez presents. Yes. It's a small world, or or just like the the major milestones of humanity, but gloss over things like the Valdez, or like right. you know in the early 19th, uh, 20th century. Uh, tankers were, were like prone to spills but through to engineering and hard work we were able to clean up and now it's a really fun slip and slide you know like mm-hmm. you know like that kind of attitude in it and like yes. moving, moving on Mo- let's move on very quickly here it's weird and then you play the game i mean then you race which is very fast high frame frame rate very neon good soundtrack controls are hard mm.
1: it's it's hard for sure so it's very hard Play the career like I, they should spell this out better. <laughs>
0: I, the played, yeah, actually, I played arcade.
1: Yeah, like the career is actually a tutorial, but they don't really make that clear.
2: Um, and it stops being one after the first few tutorial yeah, missions. But yeah,
1: yeah, it's actually like three races, really. But like in those three races, like I was also I, I also just played a bunch of arcade races and I was like, man, I am terrible at this. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is the most punishing racing game I have ever played because like you hit a bunch of big jumps. Yeah. And if you don't know what you're doing, you just die on those jumps. Like you yes. literally it's just like, how was I even supposed to make this? Like right. I just fell in the drink. Now I'm dead. Like or miss the track
0: or you know, right, yeah.
1: right like it's very easy to miss the landing and just miss the track entirely, but doing those doing those tutorial career races Okay. Makes makes you realize there's a lot more depth to the controls than you think or definitely way more than if you were coming from F-Zero or even
2: Wipeout.
0: Yeah. yeah. In like, the UI they present you with the arcade first also which is an, right. super right a little yes. yeah. problematic. So but yeah like so, so
2: there's, there's two kinds of boost. There's one that is like you can kind of feather anytime you want and then there's one that is just like a super boost that just makes you go and then there's a lot of right stick feathering stuff to do.
1: That was the moment for me when it started talking about that stuff. I was like oh I see what they're trying to do here now. Yes. Yeah, so there's a ton of right stick stuff and yeah. you, well, you're left and right you strafe. Like. Yeah. On the left stick, you steer left and right. On the right stick, you strafe left and right. Um, So you're just like literally just moving, sliding back and forth. But the thing, I I felt like I should have gotten this intuitively, but it didn't hit me until they told me to do it. If you steer in one direction and strafe in the other direction, what you're doing is kicking Uh, your rear end out severely and essentially drifting. Yeah, you've actually got like, and since they're both analog, there's like, I mean, it's hard for me to not just jam on all the yeah. way on the sticks. Oh,
2: totally. But, yeah, like I have not completely trained my brain not to do that.
1: Yeah, but but like you, you, you could get if you're really good at racing games, like you could get some really fine control here of like, oh, I'm going to steer, you know, about halfway huh. into this left turn, but then I'm going to strafe in the other direction. It's like you can take those turns at high speeds if you get really good at that combo of steering and strafing.
0: Okay, because I had been jamming on both sticks in the same direction, and it right. wasn't working. Wasn't yeah, that was not
2: working for me either.
0: I yes. was like, what am I doing wrong here?
1: And, that, and that's when I, like, slapped my forehead once they said, oh, do it in the opposite direction. I was like, oh, okay. of course, that makes, like, perfect, like, physical or mechanical sense, but...
2: But yeah. the other thing is that like that doing learning that stuff is vital, but at the same time that does not make the AI less of a pain in the ass. Because I'm playing that game on the chill difficulty level, which uh-huh. is the one that is above the what if there was no difficulty <laughs> and it is still fairly like those AIs, they do not fuck around. Aggressive or Just they're they're good. Like they're just okay. hard hard to beat. And there's no combat in this, so it's not like they're, you know, Right. catching up go. by throwing a blue shell at you yeah. or something. It's more just like, no, they are just they, they don't fuck up very much.
1: Yeah, you, you do have health. You could theoretically die from losing health, but uh, there's enough like health pickup pads on the track that I haven't had much of a problem there. I've so, also
2: found that this is a game where if you fall off the track or you get like significant distance behind other people, you might as well just restart. Mm. There it's, is not um, really much ability to catch up if they get more than like a kilometer or two ahead of you.
1: So, so there's also, and I, I super did not get this from playing arcade either until they told me, there's also pitching
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, forward and backwards.
0: Yeah, the, right on the stick. D-pad. Is it on the right stick? Oh, it's on, on the right stick, stick also. Okay.
1: And they even tutorialize like, hey, sometimes you're going to have to strafe and pitch at the same time on this same stick. So, oh, you're wow. so you have to, like, okay. kind of do it in a diagonal direction. Because anytime you hit one of those serious up or down slopes, yeah. you have to pitch along with it or you'll start overheating. You're, like, basically... Oh gosh! Like like if if you go up a big upslope and don't yeah. pitch, then you're running your nose into the track and, and generating a bunch of heat. Oh, wild! Um, so uh, so you have to pitch that way, and then that's what that's where missing those jumps comes in. Is that you can actually kind of get more lift midair if you like pitch up and hit boost at the same time? Huh? So you can kind of like, like take off. Yes, you can kind of <laughs> like boost if if you come off at a bad angle off a jump, you can kind of boost your way back on track.
0: Okay, correct a bit. Uh,
1: and they even rate your landing. They'll be like, good landing, perfect yep. landing, you know, because you have to kind of level out right before you hit. Yeah. So there's like there's like kind of shockingly a lot of depth in the controls in this and how you kind of finesse stuff. It's, it's kind of cool.
2: The thing that's uh, unfortunate for me, and maybe this is why I also don't really remember very much about Redout, is that for all the stuff they do with like the lore and the backgrounds and like why these tracks are like this and all that stuff. It has absolutely no personality that it did not steal wholesale from Wipeout. Like, Mm -hmm. the whole, like, soundtrack, the visual style, like, everything about it is we love Wipeout. Which, hey, I love Wipeout, and I don't blame you for wanting to make your own version of that. But given the weird, batshit backstory and kind of the completely genericized other racers, this is the one area where I feel like they would have benefited from pulling from F-Zero also. Because having some actual rival personalities to race Mm -hmm. against... I feel like would have gone a long way to making just what you're doing in the game feel a lot more interesting other than I am just racing some hard AI.
1: Yeah. Like when I got to the point where I was unlocking new cars, like even the names of the cars are just like acronyms, you know, it's, like yeah. s- it's not stuff that stands out in your mind. It's like, I'm never going to be able to keep track of all this stuff.
0: Interesting. Like I...
1: What if this, what if this car was called samurai Goro?
2: Yes. And yeah. You had a pilot. What if there was an alien guy who was yeah. kind of an asshole? That would yeah. be something yeah,
0: Pico. yeah Pico. the uh yeah that would, that would that would definitely be interesting, especially in a career mode like yeah uh, uh, obviously Cause right now
2: are- that career mode does not feel like it has anything propelling you forward other than helping you unlock stuff that's it yeah
1: like it, it feels it feels like a hover racer for people who just want to get really good at a racing game, <laughs> yeah yeah, but not necessarily have there's not a lot to sink your teeth into outside the mechanics
0: so is the I mean, D-pad, like, like- see is that, it like a trick that, stick, like the D-pad? You could do know. rolls or something on it.
1: Oh, I didn't I
0: didn't
2: mess with the D-pad. Really. Okay. I haven't done anything with the D-pad oh, at okay. this point. Maybe there's the something I'm D-pad. missing there.
1: Like, it is it is neat seeing the tracks for the first time. You know, like that black hole track is kind of something. Yeah. And, like, I'm looking at screenshots here. There seems like quite a few tracks. Like, there's a track that's, like, built around a gigantic dinosaur skeleton. Okay. Which looks kind of weird, and there's like there was like a Japan track with a lot of cherry blossoms like Mount Fuji right there, and stuff. they kind of have
2: yeah. you do the Japan thing a bunch of times kind of right out of the gate before you get to the yeah. other stuff
0: i uh when I was scrolling through the tracks in the arcade it it was quite a number it was more tracks than I had expected uh, initially i mean it's it's thirty bucks it is yeah. uh it is on p s five uh, PS5, uh and playstation consoles it's on switch as well, which i hope uh. Hope it keeps up. I didn't. I didn't see. Look at it on Switch. Uh, I played it on the PC and ran fine on my PC. Uh, kept up. Uh, did you play it on the PC, Alex? Yeah, I've been playing on on, on Epic Game Store. Okay. Yeah, I wonder how it looks on a, on a PlayStation Five or a Series X.
2: Uh, I, I hope it looks better than it does on PC when you try to turn the HDR on because it seems like the HDR in that game might actually just be broken on PC. Oh, that's a bummer. Like literally, the like everything in the menu is like grayed out in a weird way that feels like this is just not operational. Where is PC I, HDR? Is it- not in a great place still.
1: Um like on a per game basis it can be okay. Yeah, like Destiny's got Destiny's got good HDR from my experience.
0: On the PC um, as well?
1: Some some games do, like at the Windows level. Well, it might be better in Windows eleven because they rolled out that auto HDR from the Xbox hmm. in eleven. Prior to that it was just
2: not good at the OS level. <sighs> yeah, it's still funky for sure. I think
1: the bigger the bigger thing for me is that most PC monitors, so certainly the ones I have, are complete garbage for that kind of thing.
2: Yeah, the they're, Samsung they're, that I have is like when it works it looks good, but it doesn't always work.
1: Um the, the main thing is just that like there are so many cheap LCDs in use in PC gaming monitors that you get you a lot of cases you get really good brightness and absolutely terrible dark contrast. Yeah. And it just makes it like you're getting one half of the equation, but it's not really worth it.
0: Uh can I interject here for a second and say there is a red out space assault game that takes place in the red out universe red out space assault is an arcade space battle coupling the trademark red out adrenaline with the thrill of combat i thought we solved all that no i don't know maybe this takes place before they built the <laughs> is this the water world wars is that yeah, what we're doing i don't know you play as leon barrett ace fighter pilot uh, where is he sorry. in this game? of the Poseidon can't. security forces. I can't,
1: I can't play Red Out Space Assault until I read the novels. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, this came out in January 2021. That's wild. Fascinating. Yes. In an interplanetary struggle where, where nobody is good or bad, you will experience Leon rising through the ranks, the meaning of necessary evil, and the cost of integrity, and ultimately what it means to take a stand. And build a racetrack future. Okay, Damn. but what if
2: Leon uh-huh. was a fast-racing samurai yes. named Goro? Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, I, don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I'm still mad they haven't made another F-Zero. Oh, it was like, it was, was it GameCube? GameCube was the last one. Okay. There
1: was some headline. I, I should have, maybe I should have flagged it for this. Oh, wow. That was this morning when I was looking over the news this morning to see if anything else happened. Apparently some shareholder at the at Nintendo's last shareholder meeting
0: yeah.
1: enthusiastically asked for a new F Zero. <laughs>
0: it was John Cena.
1: That's that's going yes
0: It's gonna take list.
2: John Cena to make it happen.
1: <laughs> uh, that that is going around on Twitter right now is that uh, <laughs> let's see. I didn't uh, I didn't read the whole story, but yes, somebody somebody is like somebody who owns a piece of Nintendo <laughs> is it. saying to Nintendo, Hey, make a new F Zero.
0: It's Reggie. Uh red out to available on pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah it's I, all right. It's, 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 I think it's, it's okay. It's neat.
1: I think yeah. it's I I don't know if I love it enough to like like you need to sink time into this and good it, to get mm. good at it. Like there yeah. is enough technique required that you can't just pick up and play it.
2: I do appreciate not, that it has that, but I don't know if I have yeah. it in me to get that good at it.
1: I don't I don't know if I love it quite enough to invest the time. I also tried to go online to see how people are doing in multiplayer and could not find a game.
2: Mm.
0: And this was on Steam. Uh, maybe, so, maybe it's a big hit on the consoles. Maybe. It's, uh, it's 30 bucks. Um, what we'll was that it.
2: other... There was another indie future racer that came out that I feel like it was targeted at Nintendo consoles. Uh, fast Racing Neo. That's what it was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Did they ever make another one of those? Mm-hmm. By they, I mean whoever made Fast Racing Neo? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That game was alright. Yeah. yeah. Was it fast? It was pretty fast, if I remember correctly. I think that was like a Wii U game. That was like a Wii U eShop game. Oh, man.
1: Oh, that's the same developer that did like Art of Balance and The Tourist with a Y.
2: Oh, okay. So that. they've moved on to other things.
1: They, they're doing all kinds of different stuff. Yeah. All
2: right. Uh,
0: right. Let's see. Yes.
1: <laughs> they made a game on WiiWare called Fun Fun Mini Golf.
0: Oh, well, I hope it's fun.
1: That's something that I... That, I
0: they wouldn't fun lie to you, would Mini. they?
1: I, I like mini-golf that is fun-fun.
0: Okay. Fun-fun fun. fun, fun mini-golf sounds like it could totally be a mini-golf. Golf. That sounds like something Sadly, Rich Gallup would make. Yes.
1: Totally. Sadly, we'll never find out because you can't get wear games anymore. No.
0: <laughs> they should have called it Fun-fun putt-putt, uh, but, you know. Yes. Listen, I don't That's, come up with the name yes, for it. the though. correct name. <laughs> Starship Troopers Terran Command. Bet you didn't expect me to... Just say Starship Troopers here in the year of our Lord 2022.
2: Well, I, I did because I knew this game was coming out because you kept mentioning it.
0: <laughs> there's a new Starship Troopers game, and it is it is a real-time strategy game, let's say. Like but an I would, actual RTSS, RTS? Or? So I would not necessarily say uh, RTS, but people will but call it But that's what a real-time a, strategy game is. I Dude. would say there's real-time strategy... What what is this launcher? It's got a launcher. <laughs> what is this launcher? Welcome, welcome to the welcome to the Federation. Whose launcher, launcher is
1: it? feels like it's, <laughs> it's from nineteen
0: ninety four
1: two thousand four at yeah. latest.
0: Yeah. It feels like you're going into an old MMO. Uh yeah, or a flash game or something. Yeah. It's got a launcher. Oh. Um it Copyright is. TriStar Pictures. So I think the thing that everybody would probably want to know is like, well, how is Starship Troopers the movie is this Starship Troopers the game, uh, right? How like Verhoeven is this uh, Starship Troopers? Because and the other say, Starship Trooper games have not been particularly
2: Verhoeven up to this point.
1: Well, I, can, I can tell you that when you fire the game up for the first time, it says, welcome to FedNet TV. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, it. It's, congratulations for installing FedNet TV on your device.
0: I think it's going for it. I think, okay. I, I think it is going for it. It is definitely going for like what makes like what that? makes it right like a
2: like the jingoistic kind of uh it basically it, needs to be a Nazi propaganda film
0: yeah, i don't think they go that far, but okay. it is definitely it definitely is a Hey, her are boys on the field uh trying to take out those bugs for a better humanity, right like uh yes, and, the you boys know, as, from
2: Argentina are back to uh <laughs> k- to avenge Buenos Aires
0: as you know your first mission is basically, okay, here we go, let's go take it to those bugs, and by the end of the mission, it is a strategic retreat with the dropships taking off and leaving behind a bunch of soldiers and there you know better luck next time boys <laughs> we'll'll we'll, we'll get them so there there's there's that um i in my mind, I'm here's something you need to know about me. If you're listening. Yes. In my mind, Warcraft three teeters on RTS, right? Okay. Warcraft. I don't think you're alone in that Warcraft three pulled the camera in a little too far. And it was more, it was, it was looking back. Now you saw the hero based RTS game that Dota and all of those things would become. And it got away from the way pulled out sidebar, gonna build a bunch of uh, barracks kind of RTS Mm -hmm. games, right? The Company of Heroes went in that direction. This is a little bit more in those lines, uh, what I've played so far, and it's not a whole ton, but it's what I've played so far, where um, you're not necessarily gonna pull the camera out and just start dropping bases and and everything everywhere, and you're not like gonna necessarily mine a bunch of minerals for your economy. Uh, It's more about the action. It's an action RTS game. It's more about Pulling the troops around.
1: I always wanted a name for those missions. And I think Starcraft did it first yeah. or maybe, yeah, you know, the, the ones yeah. without base building. Like yeah, the, well, the ones where you're on a ship. Like, it's like, oh, your second to last mission mission in the Terran campaign is just going to be like yeah. four dudes. And some. and occasionally you'll get like, oh, six space marines were hanging out <laughs> in this closet. That's right, yeah. And now they're part of your squad until they die.
0: It's a little uh, bit more than that, but it, it feels... It feels like it is splitting a difference there. Like you can get more troops, you can you can call in dropships at requisition places, and there is a there is a currency. I mean, but is there it, is
1: there literally no uh, base building at all?
0: So you you um. So I haven't seen all of this. I've seen uh. I haven't gotten to this far in the game where it's expanded on, but it seems like you drop modules in into a existing base. Like hey, what do you want to put on here? I want to put the training facility for the rocket troops. But I can't speak to that too much because I haven't done a lot of that. Uh, it's. The coolest thing that I think that, and I like this game so far, they introduce a thing which, you know, it's in Starship Troopers in a part where you need line of sight to shoot, you know, the, put your helmet back on, trooper. Uh, The, you, you, you cannot shoot from behind another friendly unit. You have to find line of sight for most of your troops, right? So it winds up being a thing where you're very positional for these hordes of, bugs which almost turns it into um please the klandathu sorry i'm going i'm i've got the i've got the uh uh propaganda in me the yeah. bugs uh where it kind of turns into more of like a tower defense thing where you're like okay i need to set up my troops here as these waves cuz they've got the numbers right they're just going to keep pouring out at you and it's kind of interesting uh in that way of oh you can't clump everybody up they won't have a shot you've got to find uh places for them to go some of the pathfinding can be a little funny, but mm-hmm. uh, in in that sense, they're doing some decent Starship Trooper stuff. Where I'm at, the game has been pretty easy so far. Okay. It's not, it, so it hasn't just been waves of bugs tearing through my troopers. Well, then it's not really Starship Troopers, is right. it? Right, right. That's what I'm saying. It hasn't it hasn't been as much of that. Uh, I have, when I looked into, like, what else is in this game, uh, I have, some people have said it gets uh, more difficult uh, okay. go, going going Because, yeah,
2: I, not, I, I hate yeah. being a stickler about this stuff, because I understand, that, like, you're trying to make a product, you're trying to make a thing that has balance to it. But it's the same problem I have with, like, everyone who tries to make an Aliens game, because Aliens is about a military force just getting its ass completely yes. fucking handed to it, because it finally found a force it couldn't deal with. You know, so and that- every time you just try to turn that into a first-person shooter it just feels like you're missing the point. And here it's like Starship Troopers. Yes. There is a point in that movie where they kind of turn the tide a little bit, but it's not, Oh, we've achieved victory over the bugs. It's we found a way to sustain this forever war. We found a way to like, you know, not get our asses completely handed to us over and over and over again. And now we can just sustain this for as long as we need to. That's the moral of it. And it's like, that's not, that's not really good video game fodder in that regard. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah, I I get what you're saying. Like I, I, I can say I th- I feel like the tone of this game is pretty self aware, at least. Like it does not this doesn't seem like it's just like the hindline, the original hindline, like, oh these space troopers are badass. Right. right type stuff. Like it seems pretty knowing about the propaganda aspect of everything and stuff. But yes. you're not wrong that it's also just like you're just drag selecting and attack moving <laughs> a bunch of troops across the map and they're just mowing down bugs left and right and
0: But you but know, you are but you are um what i have played so far does seem like if you were to believe the in-game propaganda everything's fine but as you're playing the missions it's all not fine right so like that first mission like i said you are retreating and the bugs kind of run through the rest of the base and you know it's a lot of those like uh uh on the next film right like oh mm-hmm. okay like what happened next time and you know it's a bunch of like get in there you you damn apes and like go go get them uh and it's just people getting chewed apart by bugs but the difficulty just isn't, it isn't quite it isn't there. there yeah. 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 So, uh, well-rendered bugs with the, the movie bugs. Again, I don't know if that is full movie, um, fiction or, or if those, those bug designs based on what I'd else. seen, it looked
2: like they were pretty much pulling from the movie.
0: Uh, yeah. So it's like those big kind of big, uh, like, yeah uh, like um, triangle head kind <laughs> of yeah, things. Yeah. I was going to say just like, it got yeah. like the, the, the
1: big bulbous, like energy ball launchers and yeah. like mantis limbs. Yeah.
2: Right. Yes. yes. But the
1: bugs the main bugs look exactly like the bugs as far as I can tell. Yeah, At some I
2: point think. you will absolutely have a mission where you have to go kidnap a brain bug. I, mean, I guarantee Like it. I
1: said, there's a like I said there's a TriStar Pictures copyright on this, so yeah. I think it's probably yes. all there. So some kind of smart um, bug. Yeah, I definitely I definitely see what you mean about the Company of Heroes, Dawn of War kind of stuff versus yeah, like a StarCraft cuz like for example, like the the companies of men are single units, like a squad of like 12 dudes is a unit, right? You can't, you can't micromanage each soldier like you could in Starcraft. Right. You can't can't move them around. You're moving entire like squads as, as single units.
0: And so the requisition stuff, and this has been in a lot of other games, it builds the squad strength back up, right? Like the healing is basically like, Oh, okay. You've got, you know, out of 12, you've got nine left. So you can build back up to 12 if you need and heal back up. But it's, it's fast paced. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's light. It's like RTS light. Also, the game is thirty dollars. So right. it is um, you know, I feel like we've uh, been saying that a lot it's lately. The summer.
1: <laughs> it's the summer of thirty dollar games right. on Steam.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's not it, a lot else. It does sound like it is campaign and that is it. Uh no multiplayer, nobody you're not taking on uh, you know, it's not bugs versus uh troopers at any point. Uh you're just kind of doing the campaign. And I don't think the campaign is exceptionally long from what I was looking up. Um but you know, I I might keep going and just kind of push my way through it through it yeah i mean i get the feeling if this game had come out what are we talking like 20 years ago now 97 oh my god um 97 closer to starship troopers the movie this would it's not doing anything i don't think the game's genre wasn't doing near that time so uh it, it seems it's just weird to have this now there's no starship troopers like I'm sure there was a two, so I'll just say three. Uh, they definitely a-
2: made at least one direct-to-video one, if not two. Okay, uh, think- there's been a couple we- of video games.
1: Like Casper Van Deen continued appearing in all of them, didn't he?
2: <laughs> I
0: think he's the only one who did, yeah. That's just that, that the only thing I remember from any of the Starship Troopers video game games. Is his voice bad. in there anywhere? Uh, I, I haven't heard it yet. I, there is v- is there Denise Richards somewhere in there? I. I happen to be on
1: his Wikipedia page. I mean, where, I'm i sorry, his IMDb page.
0: Who has the footage of the Castlevania interview from Gamespot? Is what I Rich Gallup, almost assuredly? Does he have the tape? Uh, almost of,
2: assuredly. I'm pretty sure he was the keeper of that tape. Uh, okay. Is oh, okay. there the an answer. interview? Yes, oh my god! There's one the where he is one? just he is off on some kind of tangent about oh, Halo you- just ripped off Starship Troopers and all this shit. This was on. This was footage
1: recorded by Gamespot. Yes. Oh, Yes. Oh did, God,
2: was it ever public? I... Was it in a video? He released it. I don't know if that made it into the official developer interview thing that that was a part of, but there was definitely a public showing of that footage somewhere.
0: Isn't he also huh. talking about like the probability of aliens in, in that in that clip, or is it just the Halo thing? Wait, it's like he's exasperated, is what I remember. He's, he's very
2: just... exasperated. He seems a little drunk. I don't think he actually <laughs> was, though. I think that's okay. just Katharandian. He's just like, hey, hey, Halo? Yeah. It, it's... Oh, I Ma- remember it made it into Time Trotters. That
0: footage is in Time oh, Trotters somewhere. Oh okay. Okay, yes, maybe that's, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it is up there with the uh the, the Yakuza footage of uh uh what's his name? Uh um uh, gosh, the VO guy who, who was in uh, uh the early Yakuza game. Mark Hamill? Oh he yeah. no, uh, uh he was he was all he was drunk when he did it. Not Mark Hamill, the guy I'm thinking of.
1: Oh, this was for oh oh uh, Michael. Oh, so Madsen? this is a Yakuza yes. one.
0: Yes, Michael oh, Madsen. Yes,
1: Michael Madsen. Oh, Michael yeah. Madsen.
2: Okay, yeah, yes. no, he's he was definitely drunk.
0: Yes, without well, having seen the footage, yes. he was
2: definitely drunk.
0: That yes. that drunk footage. Rich Rich had a good library of uh, of B roll on his computer. If you were looking for uh, like, oh, you should check this thing out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, this is the stuff he, we couldn't use. Rich had Rich had the good stuff. Drew also had some of the good stuff too. Uh, but it, Rich Rich and Drew keepers mm-hmm. of the b rolls you want to
2: see the celebrity uh, footage that will eventually find its way out there one day
0: <laughs> i need to ask risk for that casper footage anyway starship troopers Terran command on pc uh it's pretty good all right yeah glad to i hear don't know it. thirty dollars like your mileage may vary watch some videos of it the is number what of rts
2: like things you can play these days is not that high so if it's a decent one of those maybe it's good maybe it's good enough
0: yeah 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 and it, and it is it is more it is a streamlined version of you know your traditional art sure
1: last thing i'll say about casper van deen he was not in starship troopers 2 oh he was in 3
0: okay
2: take that as you will so He's like huh. michael gross in the tremor sequels wait
0: how many are there
2: there's like four uh, or five tremor sequels
0: well wait, that, Tremors that, that i know starship, starship troopers. troopers
2: there's like two i think direct-to-video ones
0: well, what about th- oh, so there are three total? You think three, three total? Okay, I have never seen either of the sequels. To be fair, S- Starship Troopers. Let me just say this right now: if anybody's listening, does not need a remake. The, the, no, d- don't don't try. You it. will not. You here's will not the thing. nail it.
2: The thing you got wrong when you tried to do Total Recall and Robocop uh, was bad. This yeah, would yeah. be
1: ruinous. I, I, I was going to say this would be the Total Recall situation, right? Of like they would they would totally drop the satirical aspect.
2: But then they'd actually just make and, the Nazi propaganda film right, without the satire.
1: That's exactly what I mean.
2: Yeah, like we're good. It
1: would, it, yeah, they would, wouldn't even try to do the same thing. I'm sure.
0: I mean, I guess if you got. You brought the same team back on, maybe you can try and do a four if that's what they're up to, but like... But what's know. the point?
2: What's I mean, I will point? say this, like, there are franchises where, like, later on, some, you know, director got a hold of it and did something interesting in the yeah. direct-to-videos, vid- like, Universal Soldier got weirdly good in the late mm-hmm. direct-to-video sequels because someone <laughs> who really? cared... Yes, the la- apparently the last two are amazing. I've never okay. seen them, but... Uh, they are they are very well regarded, and I'm like that can happen. It just almost never does. Wait, okay.
1: what the fuck? Phil Tippett directed Starship Troopers two, as, as in so- of
2: of Mad God fame.
1: Yes, the Phil Tippett. Wow, that's really strange.
2: <laughs> Anyway, but that feels like one of those things where like the studio did him a favor because he said he wanted to direct something and they just gave him that.
1: That's that is possible. Tippett is like a special effects legend.
2: Yes. Like one of one of the legends. And he just put out a movie like yeah. this year or well, I guess it technically came out last year. But like his basically he spent like 20 years making this stop motion animation thing that he's one was wanted, wanted to make. And it's like free of dialogue and is this incredibly oppressive sci fi horror show. And apparently everyone loves it. I need to sit down and watch it at some point. Mad God yeah. is what's called.
1: He's 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 kind of like the successor to Ray Harryhausen, yeah. basically. Like he did he did the uh, the stop motion space chess in the first Star Wars movie, for example.
0: Huh. Interesting. Uh,
1: did did the ats I believe
2: in Empire Strikes Back.
0: They're uh, that's, a, that's a, I love those. Things. Who yeah, doesn't? it's one of the best that's parts of Empire. <laughs> <laughs> what Empire is great?
2: No, Empire is great, but I'm saying that it, like that scene and all those oh, okay. the things of the ATATs. Yes. Like that's one of the best parts of it.
0: It's what makes it great. it's, yeah. a, it's part of what makes it great. Um. Don't need to do Starship Troopers. Actually, no. We're good. Have you guys ever read uh, Old Man's War? No. Okay. No. I'm surprised that hasn't been... Has it, is that Scalsy? You know, here's what I Scal- know.
1: Scalsy, isn't it? Scalsy, has his stuff yeah. not
0: been adapted? He's got, like, tons not of stuff. Not really.
2: Here's what I, I know. Think so. Just about every, every major novel has been optioned at some point, but most okay. of them go nowhere, so...
0: He's got like a ton of stuff. That's probably, maybe that's like a, maybe that's a 2030 thing where they just start mining all of that stuff. Yeah, they haven't
2: it. run out of Marvel properties yet, so.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> they're just going to buy his, Disney's just going to buy his entire catalog. Mm-hmm. And just The rights to it. Uh, what else? Oh, here's a free game. How about that? Free? free? Free game called The Looker. Uh, it is. A, is it about me? So, yeah, it's about it's Alex Navarro, the Looker. It's I'm a, a TJ Looker. Mm-hmm. It is a it is a send up, let's say, of The Witness. It is a goofy game. It is. I found it pretty fun. I haven't finished it. I don't think it's extremely long, but if you um, you might not have seen it, but if you are have some kind of reverence or enjoyed the witness or didn't enjoy the witness because you thought it was maybe like pretentious or something Then I think you should check out this uh, game. It's on Steve. I think that last one might be me. I also kind of bounced off of the witness in a way that was like, you know what? I don't know. This was I before died, I,
2: died. I had really gotten into the weeds on Jonathan blow and his politics and whatnot. But like, even still like I'll, one, that game's hard. It's not bad in that regard, but like also I think the, vibe was way off for me the,
1: the yeah i mean like the gameplay and the kind of aesthetic and sense of mystery around the island and that thing yeah. is is incredible like the i mean i wrote i reviewed it you know mm-hmm. like i said then like the, the, the i started to say the writing but it's not really writing because it's all quotes lifted from elsewhere but it's yes pretentious is like doesn't even begin to describe <laughs> that was, element of the game also yes also man i Reviewing that game on a deadline was not fun.
2: Oh, I bet oh, not. I, yeah,
0: yeah. Before we, it came before out, guides. There was zero
1: guides out yeah. there. Like, I I blew through the entire like last phase, the mountain of the game, like the afternoon before the review had to run. <laughs> like playing that game urgently,
0: not the way to do it. I'm not sure no. I finished the witness. I either I way did not. The the looker is free. It's on Steam. It is uh, <laughs> it does not take itself very seriously. And, uh, but it still has interesting puzzles in it.
1: Uh, yeah, you, you sent a screenshot of a puzzle solution in that and a, I instantly got what it was going for. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, B, I was like, I should hang on to this for potential streaming purposes because it seems like the kind of thing that people would get a kick out of watching.
0: Yeah. It's, it's goofy and, uh, but it's fun enough where it's not just a goof without gameplay. It's, it's got some, it's got some, there is some puzzle solving in it. It is pretty light. Uh,
1: to expand to expand on what I mean about that puzzle solution and maybe they're not all this way but like the ones you sent very clearly kind of lets you subvert what the game seems like it's asking you to do yes and so in that sense I was like okay if this is like a send up of the actual puzzle mechanics from that game then yes
0: so I haven't played uh, uh, or I, I, I played a decent amount of the witness again I don't know if I finished it or not um, I don't remember too much of it I remember the mirror dots <laughs> That's the, the thing that sticks in my mind where uh, you would draw the line, it would mirror on the other side and you had to like navigate the puzzles that way and be like, I, this, I hate this whole thing. Huh. I'm kind uh, of
1: surprised to hear that because you're like I you're love like puzzle number, games. You're like number one note taker and graph maker in my mind.
0: I Yeah, for, I love for, all that for stuff. For video
1: games. Uh, I never do that shit. Like I hate having to take notes, but like especially toward the end, some of those puzzles in the mountain, like I, we were straight up, I played it with my girlfriend and we were like graphing shit out and like we actually cut puzzle pieces out of paper and we're like arranging them on the like it it requires that level of like meta solving outside the game and like that seems like that's right up your alley
0: I like a fez like a fez is more my like tunic went too far for me tunic Mm. tunic took it to an extreme that was like you're making me do too much work on the outside that is uh, I like when games have tools on the inside to take notes and uh, not on the outside but fez actually I like taking notes the looker uh lastly here let me just say because i mentioned it before i have played the heck out of spider heck uh that game that's a day it, of video game right that there game, was, that, that game is
1: pretty great i mean we played it on that stream we did last week I, again I, like i said i didn't know those demos were still around but they but, might
0: not be again i played it last last i played was on the weekend with the kids yeah. and i think the 27th uh, is when that fest officially ended
1: like it, I don't know if this kind of game is as in vogue as it was a few years ago, but it feels like it's right up there with um, Samurai Gun. Sure, the Narwhal uh, one. What was what was the, the Uya uh, Towerfall? Towerfall. Yes. yes. Like there's another one that I'm trying to think of. Like that that style of like four player, or maybe this goes higher, but like that kind of four player couch co-op, like a like two D arena brawler arena fight. You know what I mean? Like,
2: but also like a little that, bit of like Nidhoggy kind of mm-hmm. element to it as well. Yeah,
1: similar. And and yeah, I mean, this is, you know, this is a lot of jumping around between platforms like your spiders. Yes. You swing.
2: And you, get, there are, you get legally distinct laser swords. And yes, guns. They've got, lights, and, and they've
1: got lightsabers, but rocket launchers and buzz saws and all kinds of stupid. And it looks really, it looks, it's got a really nice neon look to it. Yes. And you have webs and, and you
0: can do some swinging. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, there is wave based mode, which is super fun. Uh, multiplayer wave based stuff where it's, you know, PVE. And I know people were hinting at this in our chat. You can try and navigate to the right of the lobby screen to Ooh. to find to navigate your way through like a lava field the the game's version of lava and my kids and I uh have tried that quite a bit, and we can't make it it's It's very huh. very hard to uh get across there. I don't know what's at the end of it, and I don't know what will be at the end of it, but it maybe it's nothing but uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to try because the physics in that game are fun. I ended up like
2: liking it. a lot of those demos in that Xbox thing more than I thought I would because there just wasn't there much there to let down on me, but that Spider-Heck one was the standout by far.
1: I, I, really, I really need to see what the full game of Exhausted Man that is. That one
0: too, yeah. <laughs> that uh, was some shit. That was a weird one.
1: Go go watch our stream if you want to see some of this stuff, but Exhausted Man was not what I
2: thought it was going to be at all. If you want to see a meta commentary on putting together a build for a fest,
0: here you go. Uh, With,
1: like, maybe the creepiest character animation I've seen
0: very disturbing this
1: this decade.
0: Spider Heck did crash on us often enough where it was kind of a bummer, especially in the wave-based stuff where you we're working our way through waves and it would crash out on the, on the Xbox. So, Again, it's a, it's an early build, so yeah, it's not that, the final that, game. It out. TBD on that one in terms of dates. So maybe it, uh I think it's mostly one person making that game, not entirely, yeah. but
2: I think that is yes. primarily one
0: person. That's what the page said. I, I hope that I hope that comes out soon. It's a lot of fun. And yeah. um it's not just couch co-op. We were able to play online, so um it did have matchmaking or you know friends uh joining in online and hopefully that all works well and comes out. It was a uh, really enjoyable Spider Heck, so that's Neon White, Redout 2, Starship Troopers, Terran Command, those games all $30, Neon Mm -hmm. White $25, Uh, The Looker Free, and Spider Heck the demo was free, but the TVD on what that will be, those are your sub $60, sub $50 games that we played. There
2: ain't no $60 games coming out right now,
0: (laughs) you gotta wait for that Xenoblade, that's the next time. (laughs) Uh, uh, that you could take a look at there. We're going to take another break. We're going to come back with the news. Stick around. This week's show is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Alex Navarro, Brad Shoemaker. You're not going to walk out of the house naked, right? Not if I can help it you're going to put your vpn on first yeah of course Of course
2: it's one leg at a time like i always do
0: <laughs> express vpn is the easiest way to browse safely securely and just better i just use express vpn i was away on a trip i've had express vpn for a couple of years here when i got on that hotel wi-fi i slipped right into express vpn one click very easy get in there and then i was able to access the internet, let's say.
1: Yeah. What are you doing on that vacation there? I
0: was. I had to access my GitHub account, uh-huh. and I was doing yes. some coding. And then, I sure. used my Express VPN, and then VPN into my home computer.
1: Likely story.
0: Uh huh. And then uh, I watched. Uh, you know, I watched uh, some videos. Uh, you know, and it's That's fast. What enough. they it's,
1: all say.
0: It's got great speeds. It was connected very easily. I was even able to stream in HD problemless on the hotel Wi-Fi and they didn't know it. they didn't know a damn thing it says here you can connect to express VPN and you won't even realize you have it on which I can vouch for it's pretty seamless so right now go to expressvpn.com slash and you can get an extra three months of ExpressvPN for free that's expressvpn.com slash nextlander to get three extra months of express VPN expressvpn.com slash nextlander thanks expressvpn okay we are back and it's time to jump into some of that video game news and some is coming in hotter yes. than others alex navarro what is this story uh it's coming in super hot here
2: uh, Unity, the company that makes the Unity engine, which you have probably seen in scads and scads video games, uh, are reportedly laying off a whole bunch of people, according to mm. Kotaku, uh, and some, some anecdotal statements being seemingly made by people who worked there. Uh, so, they, the, according to this Kotaku report, uh, they, somewhere between 300 and 400 people have been let go so far, and they are apparently still ongoing. Uh, Unity has multiple offices around the world, and apparently it is a uh, a variety of, like, people are being laid off from just about everywhere. Mm.
0: Uh,
2: this, despite the fact that apparently, according to the story, there was an all-hand meeting with uh, John Ricatello, the CEO, and where he basically told everyone that, like, we wouldn't be laying anyone off, we're not having any financial trouble. Mm. And now here we are a couple weeks later.
0: And also, I mean, it's worth mentioning, we had a Unity story not that long ago, but they had picked up Weta, or at least parts of, of Weta. Uh, yes. Uh, what was that? Maybe a couple of months ago? wasn't, it was last uh, year. So last yeah, it's, year. Been a, it's been a while. Okay. And then uh, they bought Parsec also. Yes. So, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Again, this is just coming out, Not not too many... Cooperating details yet but
2: no uh, but the the anonymous source in this story says that management has been uh self-described here as a shit show mm. for a while and sounds like they have been basically just making a lot of changes a lot of like rapid decisions that have really caused some problems there and it's in between that and the acquisitions like maybe they just put themselves into a hole it's hard to say
1: yeah, I'm yeah I, w- f- I, w- I wish i had any sense of what their market share is like these days hmm because like they, you know, Unity got huge by coming in on the low end, like the indie tier. Yeah, catering catering to like small teams, indie developers, that sort of thing. Like it took Epic a while to wake up to that and start moving Unreal Engine in that direction, but now they have done so, like pretty uh, effectively. Yeah, like <sighs> I really wonder if Unity has fallen off, like especially now that UE five is getting out there and people seem to love it from the. Yeah. Anecdotally, just quotes I see from developers working with it, like mm. people seem to think Unreal Engine Five is very good.
0: Do so you think I mean, maybe like Unity went all in in a place that they just they weren't ready yeah, to? Just, it's hard almost, to say. Yeah.
2: From from the few developers I've talked to in in recent years about Unity, it sounds like they have been struggling to keep up. Mm. Like you know, like the whatever moves that Epic has been making on the UE five you know side of things, like Unity has not necessarily kept pace. So.
0: Uh yeah, I guess m- more moving forward on that. Like this is only a couple of minutes old here with this story as of the time of this recording, but of course, uh you know, hopefully people affected by this are taken care of in Yeah. In, in, like there's a detail in here, the here that's like way.
2: there's a detail in here that's like they're saying people can potentially re- apply to other jobs within the company, but also they have apparently enacted a hiring freeze, so like I don't know. This
1: <laughs> The story from this anonymous source gives one reason for the s- state of things being strategic pivots at a rapid, unpredictable rate. Yeah. Mm. So that certainly does sound like management, like scrambling to try to make things happen without exactly having a clear vision of what to do.
2: And, you know, look, I'm not necessarily apt to just lay the blame for stuff at the, apt- uh, the feet of one person, especially not knowing as much as we don't know at this point. But John Ricatello, bit of a history. In this mm. industry, and mm. you know, in managing some companies, we'll say.
0: I will say this from experience when you go into a meeting and uh, you think everything is going poorly at a company, and then the management tells you it's totally fine, never believe them. Never. <laughs> it's usually your gut is probably telling you the right thing. And listen, remember, I've had jobs outside of GameSpot and other things, so it's not, don't just immediately map all of that stuff into other places uh i have been at companies that have shuttered it is usually bef- right about this time period about two to three weeks before the shit hits the fan that the management goes it's fine it yeah
1: it seems it seems like it should be self-evident you know if they have a reason to assure you everything is fine yeah everything is not in fact fine
0: yeah no. i i am sure our our audience has plenty of those stories too of Oh, the meeting that it was totally fine. And then the CEO quit, you know, three weeks later to get the hell out of Dodge or something like that. It Every, is.
1: everything is fine is right up there on the list with nothing is going to change. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Everything uh, is secure. Yeah. 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 Don't worry. Nothing will change. Nothing. No. It's, we trust you're the reason we came. we 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 came in to take over your giant company. This, this acquisition changes nothing n- nothing for now right now just sign all this stuff away anyway i hope uh I hope people find jobs and have health care during their transition yeah oh,
1: so what my my retention clause ended yesterday now everything changes huh.
0: <laughs> everything's fine uh well again, that's just coming out uh scant on details, but story just coming out, yeah, uh,
1: it feels like I don't know there may be some more like just sweeping changes in the business as things start getting back online. Not that, you know, I mean, like, obviously, like, the pandemic is kind of getting bad again, at least around here. Who knows what normal looks like again? Ever. But, but presuming there is a point where, like, development practices start getting back to what they were? Yeah. Seems like, seems like It seems like a lot of things could land differently once stuff is no longer up in the air.
0: There's also, you know, it's hard not to look at something like this and say, are you with a massive layoff, and they've had, Unity's had layoffs in the past, but are you are you setting your books right for some kind of acquisition or merger just because of the recent history of people gobbling up every other thing in the, in the world? So, are you are you basically trying to make yourself more attractive to some kind of purchase? Yeah, Everything, and I mean, when you're a 3,000
2: person company and you're yeah. talking about 3, 4, 500 people, yeah. like, that's, that's a significant, significant chunk.
0: Yes. Uh, alright, Brad. Mm-hmm. What else we got here in the old news of the world? Where should we start? Uh, Nintendo had a direct. It's true.
1: Excuse me. Sorry, I'm not quite on brand here. A Nintendo Direct Mini. Oh, hmm.
0: okay. A tiny one. Mini expectations uh, then. It was like something half guys. an hour.
1: <laughs> like I feel like they've had straight up directs that were shorter than. Totally. Those. Yes. Um, it was all third party stuff. There's a ton in here, not all of which we need to get into. Like for example, the collection of Mega Man Battle Networks.
2: Uh-huh. Oh, what are you talking about? I know some I, people look, are very I got nothing, excited about that. Of course, I've got nothing against those games. Like
1: people, there are people for whom those games are quite beloved. But mm. I don't. I don't think any of us are those.
2: No, I always stayed away from them because every the people I know who like Battle Network are like, do you like playing basically the same game over and over and over again? <laughs> well, let me tell you, you could do that like ten times in the Battle Network series.
1: What? Yeah, those those are coming out. They're, there's a, they're doing a new Super Bomberman. Man. Automata is coming to the Switch. Uh, they showed a new trailer for that new Monkey Island that Ron Gilbert is doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's a bunch of little stuff like that in there if you want to go look it up, but... As far as like newsy stuff uh-huh. in here, I feel like the biggest one is that. Uh, God, I'm just trying to find it. Make sure I get the title right. Mario and Rabbit's Sparks of Hope.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I knew that was the title. <laughs> just making sure. Uh, I got a date that's coming out October 20th. Hell
0: yes. I think that'll Video hit. Video games yeah.
1: in 2022. I, <laughs> I am ready for that out.
0: game. Yeah. Not, not only a date, I would say high confidence it hits that date. Please yeah me too. ship
1: some video games god help us
0: uh i didn't did we know about the whole sparks mechanic like
2: the, that the, is i think relatively
0: new okay like your little they had, supers like, and your buddies i don't know around. if they'd
2: gone into
1: detail i think they had like alluded to that stuff when it was announced okay
0: yeah i don't but i don't remember like,
1: it's th- been like weirdly <laughs> kind of radio silent on that game right since they announced it
0: yeah, and it's like a big game. Like, I, I mean, that first yeah. one that did really well is well received.
1: Yeah, I wonder. I wonder how this goes over. I feel like the prevailing opinion from people I know was that the, the game was super cool, but it kind of ran out of steam before it ended.
0: It it was a little samey. But it was a little uh, samey.
2: It got a little hard in places where maybe it shouldn't have, and I mm. in I feel like it just didn't. Yeah, it was it, like there was a three quarters of a great campaign in there, and then just it went on a little too long.
0: But but the uh, I, I thought it, I thought it was all, enjoyable most of the, most yeah. of the way if not all yeah. the way through and I think it's a great dis- distilled XCOM like you know yes. like it's it, a it lot was, of fun yeah and and the uh, the characterizations with the Rabbids it worked like the the bosses For the first and, time in maybe a decade <laughs> the Rabbids like, actually I'm worked like, I'm a f- I like Rabbids yeah the,
1: the merger of Rabbid and Mario character was like extremely unsettling should not work in an effective way.
0: I'm going to say it rabid going out, doing more interesting stuff than Mario. Sometimes in this case, the rabbits are the draw here. The Mario's, yeah, they're probably bringing the, the money, but the rabbits have yeah. the fun stuff.
1: I, I'll, I'll play another one of these. And also I'm curious to see what they've done with it. Technically. Cause that first game was, was it a literal launch game or just launch window? Practically a launch game. I forget, but it was right there at the beginning
2: I don't, of the switch, of the switch.
0: Yes. no, it wasn't. Was it, that was, was, later. was it wasn't Was it? I don't know. I have no memory of that. I mean, I
1: played I got a Switch like less than 6 months after they came out and I got that game with your Switch. Yeah.
0: yeah
2: man, I, I, that was a very,
1: that was absolutely That game came, came out in
2: 2017, game. dude. So did the Switch. <laughs> the Switch came out in 20 I thought that was before uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, it was August, right. Okay.
1: So it was That's right. August is about when I got my Switch. I okay, I take that back. It was dude, the Switch played.
2: really came out in 2017. Oh my god, my yeah. brain is broken. Switch, switch came out in march 2017 it feels like it came out in 2013 (laughs) i mean that wasn't what (laughs) i actual date i thought but i thought it was like 2015 or 16. man no No, it's just showing its age yeah it
0: just performs like it came out in
2: 2013 yeah uh no it was
1: march 2017 that was when breath of the wild came out and stuff
2: my brain is broken i really thought it was a year or two before that
1: so yeah so mario Rabbids was it was about six-ish months five months after yeah still early in that window like just when we when we're in this period where we're kind of grousing about how badly everything runs on the switch i wonder mm. if like hopefully they have kind of like really mastered the technology i mean that game or ran pre- to, the
2: original game ran pretty well
0: yeah it, it ran fine yeah I mean, like, it was I a turn based uh turn based you know tactical shooter but yeah like
1: hopefully hopefully this is like a showcase for you know what they've learned to do with the hardware and not something that they are having a hard time fitting onto it mm, you know yes, like most yes. other games these days
0: do uh in the trailer there's that character with the sword? Are we supposed to recognize like some crossover with that character? Is there like uh, is I took
2: that to be more of a genericized here's like, your anime hero like, like your square yeah and everyone's character. just real horny for him because okay. of course they
1: are yeah is this okay. like your foe Sephiroth kind of
0: I don't know like or like, Cloud yeah
1: sure yeah that does not ring any bells to me as a Mario character at least
0: yeah i I could you know everybody else is clearly who they're supposed to be i just i couldn't tell who this like you know cool kid on the block is maybe they wind up being the antagonist maybe that's the yeah maybe that's this kid's got the sparks uh yeah there was another game in here rail grade yeah uh, y'all like trains you like laying track
1: got nothing against them and it. Yeah. I don't know.
2: It looks it like it looks snappy in a way that was like weirdly appealing to me, despite the fact that I am I, not one of those train freaks.
0: <laughs> Are you Whoa. sure?
2: I'm yeah. not. Are you sure? You're I'm not on? one of those like railheads that like goes you're out there and cheers when you see a cool train. I'm not that I guy you to
1: come in here and train
0: shame.
2: Yeah, seriously. No, look, if that's uh, your thing, that's your thing. I got nothing against it. I'm just saying it's not me. Sounds like maybe you do. It sounds like maybe uh, Doth
0: doth pr- protest too much. Everybody's a freak about something. Okay?
2: <laughs> oh, and I have plenty of things I'm a freak about, just not
1: trains. I So I have nothing against this game at all, mm-hmm. but I think I might have reached my saturation point for seeing trailers of games where you get that overhead shot of like an increasingly complex, like uh-huh. network of something being built up, mm-hmm. you know, like in Factorio, it was conveyor belts, mm-hmm. like satisfactory. It might be like piping or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yep. This is a thing. This is a
0: genre. I love it. I'm not sick and of I, it.
1: Again, if people are still into it, that's you know more power to them. But like for me, this was like, oh, it's another one of those. Okay,
0: so this is also coming to PC. Uh, that's I, it has no release date on the PC. I don't know when it's going to come out, but, but it looks prob- neat. That's probably where I would play Real Grade. Just, just yeah, you know, that's probably where I would play it too uh, for those types of games. But yeah, I, it also it was a thing that stood out to me on this list of a lot of games from this mini.
1: I think the, the big one for me is this new Sonic Frontiers footage. Yeah. I can't believe I've turned into mm-hmm. someone who is like, well, I'm not going to say excited about Sonic Frontiers, but. So you're saying you're an evangelist? I'm mm-hmm. becoming consumed by curiosity about this game for some strange reason.
0: It's, it, looks, it looks fun. Looks that like it be. looks better.
1: It looks better. Yeah, I mean, it certainly gives you a more complete picture of the game than that like, kind of tone piece did that mm-hmm. IGN ran mm-hmm. a while back. That video this was so amazing. Yeah, like, this at least has enemies and combat in it, but like, I feel like this thing told me a few things, the first of which is I'm absolutely not playing this on a Switch. (laughs) Because, which I'm sorry, Nintendo.
2: No.
0: (laughs) You've not heard that.
1: Looks a bit grungy. Must go faster Um, than this. But yeah, they showed enemies in it. Like, I, I Vinny, like, you played the 3D Sonics, right?
0: You know uh, yeah. I mean, I played them with the kids kind of right. later half of my like, life here.
1: I mean, like, you, you tell me maybe this is just like stock standard combat from those games, but this is very much like it's very, it seems like it's very combo based, like, very turn into a ball midair and kind of like bounce from enemy to enemy. That seems lock-on. about right. Yeah. 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 It was lock on, right. And, and then there's also like melee attack combos. I don't know if they do straight up punching and kicking.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, like swing your arms around for sure. And then, okay. like, yeah, okay. pop up. so this,
1: yeah, and parries? I don't know if every... So this, this has got a parry system in it, but it sounds like it's pretty standard combat for a Sonic game of this type.
0: I mean, there aren't that many 3D Sonic ones that I've played. But no, because that- every time they do, they have to take 10 years
2: to reset and figure out what the, <laughs> okay, how did we not fuck it up this time? Yep. But yeah,
0: I mean, it, it's... You're right, this, th- this piece much better than that weird dystopian future piece that we saw yeah. before. The thing, the
1: thing that really got me, though, is that toward the end of the trailer, Like you see Sonic going into this portal, and the narrator is like, you can also enter a special zone called Cyberspace. Uh-huh. No one's ever a been there. A special zone called Cyberspace.
0: It's, uh, don't go there, Sonic. It's bad. I regret,
1: I regret to tell you there's nothing special about it. But um, The thing is, though, like you, those look like little linear self-contained levels. And one of them straight up is a 3D representation of Green Hill Zone. Mm -hmm. Like for all the complaining that everybody keeps doing about the like really bland, realistic aesthetic of the open world in this game. Mm -hmm. Like the fucking assets are in the game to just to Green Hill Zone.
2: It's they can only like, live in cyberspace, man. Cyberspace is the only thing that contained Green Hill Zone. Like,
1: like I, f- I feel like that makes it even more frustrating that the actual game looks just kind of generic and not remarkable because like, they straight up did the work to make <laughs> it look like a Sonic game because here is the proof.
0: Well, maybe that's just, maybe it's just a technical limitation for getting this thing, you know, I don't know. Your, your open world Sonic game, which I now think- is going to have portals to other worlds that are just zones that you load into with denser assets.
1: Uh, they, uh, maybe I don't know. This this just seems like a poor aesthetic choice to me personally, but I don't know.
0: Maybe he's got to bring the Green Hill, Green Hill Zone back. Maybe that's uh yeah. maybe it got wiped out and stuck into a, a gem. I don't know.
1: Moving moving a kind of a hallowed 3D platformer into an open world is seems like an interesting idea to me. I uh, want to see how this turns out.
0: Uh, anything else strike your fancy from this stuff?
1: Um, that was pretty really much it for me.
0: So a lot uh, of it was known already. Uh, the port, yeah, I mean, the like portal the, stuff was like, like weird.
1: Like they, included, they included Minecraft Legends in here and straight up just ran the same trailer from the yeah. Xbox Showcase. Like it was not... Some of the stuff did not hit super hard. All the Personas are coming. Well, not all,
0: but... But the three, three that five, they're doing that collection. Yeah, yeah,
1: three through five are coming to the Switch.
0: Which, which is cool. cool. Yeah, that's... I mean, that's it, the again, same collection that that's coming a, to Xbox, right? right it's was, not yeah. a
1: collection though. This is They're selling a piecemeal, which Interesting. is... Interesting, like, okay. It seems, seems like if you have an Xbox and Game Pass, then that's probably your best bet. Uh, they only announced a, a date for five. Uh, three and four will come later.
0: Working maybe, maybe they'll
1: maybe they'll wrap them up in a collection down the line, but it seems like up front they're going to make you pay for them individually.
0: Yeah. Was Golden was only on P Vita? Uh, that eventually came uh, to PC, PC no, didn't it? It, was, Did it? Oh wait,
1: it was Vita. You're right. Golden was Vita. No, yes. Sorry, I'm getting mixed up because Golden is four.
2: If yeah, Golden, Golden is four. four yeah. 3 is portable. But I think I Golden I is be. the one that came to other platforms at some point.
0: It did? That, and it broke I, out? I, believe, I don't remember. I, believe,
1: I want to say you're right that the Golden version of Did it come to a 3DS? Did come to some other platform?
2: Not to 3DS, no. Hmm. Okay.
1: Let me just... It's on Steam, I can tell you that.
2: Yeah, 3, I think that version of 3 they're putting out has not really been on other stuff.
0: Okay.
1: That's cool that those continue coming to other places that aren't PlayStation. Sure. Um... Yeah, this portal stuff was something. They announced a they announced and released Portal and Portal Two in a bundle uh, for the Switch. Finally, and before the day was out, hackers have already gotten Half Life Two up and running on a Switch. It's great! Amazing!
0: It's great. Uh, it Why seems you like don't most even of the need assets, a Steam Deck now.
1: It seems like most of the assets for Half Life Two were in this game, like they're already in the install. So maybe you should have seen this coming, <laughs> given the state of compromise in which the Switch exists these days.
0: <sighs>
1: but anyway. Um that's kind of it. That's most of
0: the big stuff. Yeah. I maybe not as many as many would have you believe, but uh Yeah. yeah. Nintendo. Stuff is coming yes. to a Nintendo platform near you. And that platform is the Switch.
1: Yes. Next story.
0: Yes. God damn it. Oh no. Motherfucker. Oh wow. Angry.
1: I have been waiting, and when did Into the Breach come out? Was it 2018? 2018. That sounds right. Yes, 2018.
0: Oh, a year after the Switch. The best game of 2018.
2: <laughs> yes, yes, yes.
1: One, yeah, one AS is when Into the Breach came
0: out. <laughs> That's right, we measure time by Switch release, yes.
1: Uh-huh. I have been waiting since the day Into the Breach came out on PC for an iPad version. I played so much FTL <sighs> on the iPad. Yeah. Like, FTL was, like, the perfect iPad game. Totally was. Until... Until End of the Breach came out. And then I was like, oh my god, I can't wait for them to do the same thing they did with FTL. Yes. Four goddamn years later, mm-hmm. they're doing it, but only if you're a Netflix subscriber.
0: That was the line in there that threw me out. Everything did else seems... Did not expect that. Yeah, yeah. It seems totally... It's, like No of one expects weird. the Netflix Inquisition.
1: <laughs> it's weird and unexpected, and, um, you know... Maybe it shouldn't be because like we've been hearing for a while, Netflix is trying to break into games in different ways. Like they acquired, what's the auction free developer night school night school. Right? Yeah. Oh wow. Like they acquired night a school while ago and, though, right? yeah. and some, some other, yeah. Like they've been making little inroads and also, I don't know if you've seen, they have like a bunch of weird trivia games that are on Netflix that you can play on your TV now Mm-mm. and I stuff like that. It. Like they've been rolling out games of a sort on the actual service. Huh. I think this is the first time they've done something like this though. And I will fully cop to the fact that if this were any other game, I'd just be sitting here, like, in a detached manner, just going, like, oh, that's interesting. Like, that's a, okay. That's an understandable move for them. But because it's the one game that I would just like to give $10 to Subset Games for so I could own it,
0: so, I'm very angry. So, <laughs> so it, is there not a uh, a version you can buy outside of your subscription? That's what I was going to
1: ask. No, the, the the graphic that came out with this set exclusively for Netflix subscribers. Okay. So,
0: so there- like, there is a Switch version coming
1: though, right? Uh, no, so it's been on Switch for a while. Yes. Oh, least, so it's just the physical version?
0: Re- Wait, has it been, I don't know if it actually has been on everything, but it's
2: definitely been on Switch and PC. Okay. I think it
1: was just, just Switch. It never came to the other consoles that I'm aware of. Okay. Also, so the Switch version does not have touch controls, which is the whole reason I wanted it on the iPad. Oh,
0: that's weird. Okay, yes, so it's it just this, it's the physical version on yeah, the Switch. and then Switch the- is
1: getting a physical version. They're also doing the expansion for it. It's gonna add, like, says new missions, new weapons, a new difficulty mode.
2: That's what free. I'm excited about.
1: Other other additional free features, free on all platforms. Yeah. So, okay um
2: <sighs> I go back and I play that game at least a couple of times every year.
1: Like it's so good. It's so good.
2: Where do you play it? PC? PC, yeah, that's that's where I've always played it.
1: Okay. Yeah, same. Um and I know I could do like Steam and home streaming to the iPad, but it's just not it's not, it's not
0: optimal. Even. It's not ideal. You
1: can't do that on an airplane. And yeah, also, you're like emulating mouse controls with a touch screen, which is never amazing.
0: It does but, seem like this game should work fine with a touch screen. Like,
1: oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like FTL's controls were were fantastic. Um, I just man, like I don't want to sign up. I don't want to subscribe to Netflix anymore. <laughs> I'm kind of done with it. I want to just buy this game and own it. This is I'm not not
0: going back for this. I can tell you that
1: not to my liking. I will say.
0: So I have no idea how this stuff even works. You know, I I am purely a Netflix app on the TV person. Do you is like a storefront where you would open an app
1: that that is something that I'm actually kind of curious about. I wouldn't be surprised if you launch this through the Netflix app.
0: And it iOS. just and it just it just downloaded there and and just popped open. Either that, or That's there's some kind guess. of like account association you can do somewhere. Yeah,
1: like I, I don't think there are any hooks into the app store for authentication from something like a Netflix account mm. that I know of. Okay, so I wouldn't be surprised if you actually do access through the app uh, this through their just straight up app. I what mean, this choice.
0: might be this might be a, a solved problem already. I just don't, I don't I'm not in that world, but uh, I wonder if I'll try, listen. Maybe I'll try it. I still have my Netflix account. I'll, I'll jump in there i mean it's, if this uh, netflix
2: money is what helps subset make their next game by all means sure it's
0: uh, just disappointing uh that,
1: maybe maybe this is a six month or a year exclusivity window and yeah. eventually it'll come out for purchase i hope yeah
0: I'll i don't listen. know maybe netflix is putting a lot on this one this is uh july 19th for all this stuff the expansion and the uh um netflix subscription mobile version yeah Can i play it on my tv Think, they, think an app on a tv I would doubt it <laughs> oh no. no, it,
1: it's a well i mean maybe on like an apple tv you could mm. do it through the netflix
0: i don't know wonder. i doubt it i mean listen i'll play it on my or
1: they, they would have said tv os and not ios if that were the case i guess i, guess I so. bet i bet they just focused on touch controls and that's it it's a great game it's very good
0: um i wonder if they'll have an into the breach Two, if they would ever do a sequel to it, I bet they do something different. I would different. rather they did something different, honestly. Yeah. Like, not that I don't think.
2: want to play more of that game, but I, mm-hmm. I considering the how good the jump from FTL to into the breach was, I'd like to see what the next stage of that is.
1: Sure, yeah, they're 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 two for two so far. I would love to see them just keep trying new stuff. You know what else is a great game? What is a great game according to John Cena? Anyway,
0: what the wrestling
1: Metroid Drive. Should we even talk about that? John Cena loves 2D Metroid, apparently.
0: Okay.
2: Well, you have to according you have to cite to, the source, Brad.
1: According to former WWE employee Dan Reichert,
2: our boy oh Dan gosh. is hitting the dirt sheets, brother. Man, what are we he, good? Is, he is just he is getting he around is all over the place out there. Uh, one of those um those wrestling clickbait sites recently, I saw a headline. and It's like. Former WWE employee says, fuck Hulk Hogan, that guy sucks. Well, and no. it was Dan.
1: Dude, dude, he's been making headlines all over the place, like dishing about the in, the inside of that company.
2: Oh my gosh, is he going oh, to be okay? Oh yeah, it's <laughs> fine. None, none of the things he's uh, saying are, are really anything that would surprise anyone who pays attention.
1: Also, uh, let's say that Vince McMahon currently has way bigger problems. Yes, he does. Than a Dan
0: Reinkert? I oh, find far that hard bigger. to believe.
2: Yes.
1: Um, so what it I don't know, this is this is a fluff piece. <laughs> it totally
2: is, but, but it's funny.
1: Also, also, um, I mean, I thought it was fun who, uh, that's, uh, Christy Yang, who used to do PR for Nintendo mm-hmm. kind of chimed in and corroborated Dan's story because <laughs> she was at the photo shoot in question, uh, where Cena, where all the stuff went down. Um, she's, she and kid Ellis left Nintendo and are doing their own thing. Uh, you should check them out. They're doing podcasts and, and so forth out there on the internet as well. Mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like, so, you know, two different people who had contact with this was like, yeah, John Cena loves 2D Metroids and told Nintendo directly, hey, you should make another one of these.
0: This is pre-Metroid Dread, by the way, right? Yes, This, is. Is, this, this is, like is 2017.
1: Four, four five yeah. years, five years ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, half the reason, I don't know, half the reason that I brought this up is I feel like there's this, like, burgeoning wrestlers liking improbable video games industrial complex hmm. Because it tipped me off to the Steve o- the Stone Cold Steve Austin Breath of the Wild thing.
2: See, that's what I would call unlikely. The Cena one, not so much, because Cena is very on record about loving video games. Like, one of his t-shirts was literally the Super Mario 3 box art with his face on it. Like,
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I can, he's got a, um, I guess this is supposed to be a pro wrestling spoof, NES Pro Wrestling yeah shirt as well i I assume that's which nes game this is referencing
2: yeah but he was he definitely Uh, came up in that era and loved video games austin loving zelda that one is kind of like huh okay that one in
1: particular like i is steve austin does stone cold okay
2: i don't know is he cool i've never met him i've heard you know mixed things i think in general he's a friendly guy but you know i don't like i don't know what that dude's politics are so i
1: I don't like some seems like a go either way these days yeah
2: his podcast, um, good. I'll give him that.
1: Yeah, but uh, yeah, I actually thought that was more amusing than the Cena thing. Like, although I like, if you asked me, hey, what's John Cena's favorite video game, I would not say 2D Metroid, a 2D a 2D, a 2D Metroid of any kind. Mm.
2: Uh, so thanks, John Cena. Yeah, for making Metroid Dread happen. Metroid Dread's pretty good.
1: Apparently, Cody Rhodes thinks Ocarina of Time is the best Zelda ever made.
0: I mean, he might not. be right. And I understand Stone, the Stone arguments Cold, here.
1: Stone Cold strongly disagreed. I pulled up the interview where Cody Rhodes and Stone Cold kind of butted heads over the best Zelda.
0: I don't Stone know. Cold
1: was, Stone Cold was very firm in his opinion
0: it's, uh, about,
1: about Breath of the Wild.
0: I bet
2: he doesn't have the nostalgia for Ocarina that Cody and say I do. Yeah, maybe. Maybe.
0: It's, maybe. It's time and place stuff, man. It's all time yeah. and place stuff. But yeah, also uh,
2: by the way, almost all wrestlers are gamers at this point cuz most modern wrestlers are in our general age group and oh, grew up with it. I know.
1: Like on some it's, it's so I mean I guess the, what I would really say here is it's it's not a story that they like video games, right. the story is which ones they like, yeah. Know? It's like like finding out that the big show is a gigantic Destiny head.
2: Mhm. Oh yeah, like, that's like, all that guy does, like, is play Destiny and vape. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> like that, that's what it is. It's like, "Oh, I would not have <laughs> Pegged him for an <laughs> obsessive destiny guy.
0: Like which which genre or game franchise they latched right. on to that's pretty right. funny.
1: Yes, exactly. Uh, Famous I, people. They're just like us.
0: I uh, <laughs> now we I feel like the rivalry here is not Ocarina or Breath of the Wild. The rivalry here is gonna be Grub v. Rikert and who can who can get the most scoops out in uh in the in the trade in the video game trades I think, there. I think Dan might have a slight edge on the wrestling related scoops. I mm-hmm. don't know. Grub gets out there. He's got a lot of. He's got a lot of info. Let's see. I'm gonna have to. Grub. Dan, Dan,
1: Dan
2: was in the belly of the beast. He's like Boba Fett. He got out of that Sarlacc pit somehow. <laughs> yes. Somehow. Or, 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 somehow. Or somehow. It? Dan Reichert returned.
0: <laughs> yes. I guess so. Uh, uh, Brad, what else is going on?
1: I I let's see. I might have to pull Alex in on this one as well because apparently he was aware of this and I was not. I was only I aware of it. But never, yeah. I don't know how I've never known about the situation. Like apparently it goes back like 15 plus years that there was this huge urban legend that Michael Jackson did some or all of the music in Sonic 3.
0: I also did not know about
1: that. I had never heard of this before until people started freaking out about it a few days ago.
2: So I've heard this rumor before and it's kind of tied up in some of the other stuff around Michael Jackson and his unwillingness to publicly contribute to certain things like, you know, him doing a voice on The Simpsons but never really being credited for it.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot that he didn't have a credit on yes, that.
2: Yes, on the one episode you can't find on Disney Plus, weirdly enough. Oh, really? Yes. Huh, interesting. Yeah.
1: So I guess, actually, I should, st- I should step back and say this was precipitated by the release of Sonic Origins, in which they changed the music for Sonic 3. Yes. Like, it does not have the original music.
2: And then Yuji Naka got out there on Twitter and was like, oh my god, they changed the music, what the fuck?
1: Right, yes. Like, so, so Yuji Naka weighing in on this is why it became a story, because he was the producer of Sonic 3.
0: Yeah, not only did he say they changed the music, he said they changed even though Sega Official uses Michael Jackson's music. So just
1: So I mean he he never explicitly says, hey, Michael Jackson did music for Sonic three and they pulled it out. Hmm. Like to be clear, what he's referencing there by Sega Official is hmm. the uh Sega's TikTok. Oh, Because if you click through if you click through, there is at least one video on Sega's TikTok of Sonic, like a a human being in a Sonic costume doing something to a Michael Jackson song.
0: <laughs> Wait, when you say doing something to a Michael it's, Jackson song? Like, I like you know, some like hat. Dancing routine, like, pull, like, okay. Pulling off a
1: hat and like doing some, yeah, some okay. dance routine or something. Now, that doing exactly, something to
0: a Michael Jackson
1: song. So, Sorry, I, I, I just don't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like mm-hmm. a person in a mascot costume would do.
0: So the the
2: detail here is that, the, so I guess the, the original rumor kind of got started in 2005 uh, with, uh, there was an interview with former St- uh, Sega Technical Institute director Roger Hector, who said that Jackson had been recruited by Sega to compose music for Sonic 3, but after sexual abuse allegations first emerged, Jackson's music was erased. But then everyone is like, but a bunch of this music sounds like Michael Jackson's music. Did they actually erase it? And that's kind of been the debate is, one, they never officially credited him, and two, was the music actually replaced? It sounds like at least some of it wasn't.
1: Yeah, there there was also like, so I went down something of a rabbit hole on this thing. There was also a like a very primitive uh, YouTube kind of documentary posted in 2006, which is like the year that YouTube launched, if I remember correctly. Around that time. Maybe maybe it was a little earlier than that, but it was like YouTube was very new at the time. Um, That you have to find on archive.org now uh, of somebody dissecting a bunch of extreme similarities between a handful of Michael Jackson songs and some of the music in Sonic 3. Um, which led me to then a YouTube video that went up a month, not even a month ago, June 7th, like three weeks ago, uh, featuring an interview with a composer named Brad Buxer, who apparently was a frequent collaborator of Michael Jackson, writing partner and musical director on his tours.
2: Okay. <laughs>
1: who, flat, who flat out says like, yeah, I did that Sonic 3 music. Michael, oh. Michael, was, inv- Michael was involved in like one session, but that was <sighs> mostly me. And, like, kind of talked about their writing process a little bit and stuff like that. But, like, he kind of basically said he did <laughs> Sonic 3 music, huh. but that by proxy, Michael Jackson was, in fact, involved in it. Right.
2: But he wasn't, um, like, the primary composer. It's more that just, like, he, he took on the collaboration and gave this guy the go-ahead to just do his thing.
1: Yeah. So, like, what are the songs? Um, it was, uh, like, Jam. Um, God, I'm, fr- I'm blanking on the other two right now. Uh, you can find that video yeah. if you want. Um, anyway, like Yuji Naga never comes out and flat out says it. All he actually says was, did, essentially, I'm paraphrasing, like, does Sonic 3 and Sonic Origins have different music? And then he says, oh my God, the music for Sonic 3 has changed, even though Sega official uses Michael Jackson's music. But again, he's talking about that TikTok post. Hmm. Then totally separately, <laughs> completely in a different tweet thread entirely, he posts a photo, like a kind of washed out photo of a landscape where he says, this is a picture taken by me with my camera when we went to his house in his helicopter. <laughs> it's pretty faded. I miss it. But he never says whose house and whose helicopter.
2: I, I think you can infer.
1: I think I think you could. You you can absolutely infer. I just I don't know. If, I don't know if I don't know if even he was afraid of actually like fully, fully confirming it. Well, but,
2: that's the thing. Yuji Naka has no real reason to protect Sega or any of this at this point, oh, right? Like, there's not really um, any love loss there, is there? I don't think so. Yeah. That I know of. So, I don't know. Like, I mean, I imagine at this point he's just dancing around it because, like, he doesn't necessarily want to get sued if there's some reason that they could. But, like, I don't know, man. It's It this, sure sounds like Michael Jackson was involved in some way or another.
1: Yeah, like this. All, all of this seems to line up pretty <laughs> definitive, definitively to kind of put to bed i don't know speculation
0: in this thread yujinaka says i feel like i'm being misunderstood a lot probably because i don't speak english i'm using a translation tool sorry so maybe it's all the maybe it's all the the algorithms are are could be
1: yeah
0: and what a weird what a weird thing
1: just like a fascinating rabbit hole to go down because i had no idea
2: yeah about any of that stuff. Yeah, I remember the debate raging, but I feel like no one ever was really that sure, other than just, you know, the people who are willing to sit there and, like, pick apart the notations of every song and be like, well, it's exactly like this, so it must be.
1: Yeah, like, that YouTube video's got, like, chord progressions from the songs in question sped up, and they kind of match some of the Sonic stuff, like, almost exactly, and et cetera, et cetera. Anyway.
0: Uh, I've heard if you play Balin Wonderworld backwards, you get the answers. You just gotta, yeah, yeah. Just put it in there and reverse. It's it. all in there. It's, it's, it's where it's all in there. It's where Ujinaka really uh uh just embedded it all. What yeah. a weird thing. What a weird industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird stuff. When did that On, game come out? Late uh, mid nineties. So like yeah, mid nineties. Uh, I gosh,
1: think. Gosh, yeah, that would have been so ninety
0: four. I think it might be ninety three. Actually, yeah,
1: it was no, it was ninety four. Okay, dang.
0: Okay. When did oh, movie- Brad
1: Buxer is listed as the composer here. I don't know if that's hmm. credited or what, but. When did or Moonwalker if that's an update to
2: Wikipedia or something.
1: Uh, Moonwalker was before that. The movie or the game?
2: No, no. The, well, the movie definitely was. The game
0: also was. Okay.
1: Yeah. Game was like a 90-ish, I want to say. 1991, okay.
0: somewhere in there. Not, not around the same time.
1: Yeah, 90 in Japan for the game. The movie okay. was 88.
0: Ah, uh, uh, dumb it! strict stuff. <laughs> Fun stuff. Yeah. All right, Brad, what else we got?
1: Last story... RIP to industry legend, Bernie Stoller.
0: So for those of us that are not familiar with Bernie Stoller, who is Bernie Stoller?
1: All all I ever knew Bernie Stoller as was head of Sega in the Saturn to Dreamcast era. Okay. Like I completely forgot that he was like one of the founding members of Sony computer entertainment America as well. Hmm. Like in my mind, I, I, I want to say like Sega is when he was the most outspoken or the most, like, making it into interviews and saying things very bluntly and so forth.
2: Yeah, he had worked at PlayStation prior to this, but, like, his Sega era is the one everyone remembers. Right.
1: Like, I mean, again, like, being one of the people who started up the American arm of Sony Computer Entertainment is, like, a huge deal Mm -hmm. in and of itself, but I had completely glossed over the fact that he even did that because all I think about him as is the guy who, like killed the Saturn and really kickstarted the Dreamcast.
2: I, I want to I cite a quote in here in this story in Venture Beat that is him talking about that. When I got to Sega, I immediately said, we have to kill Saturn. We have to stop Saturn. Which, if you take that line out of context, is one of the greatest things any business person has ever said in this industry. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, he was not wrong. We are a modest company with modest goals. We want to make a quality game console, and we want to obliterate the planet Saturn. (laughs) Sure. Uh, I mean,
1: it's pretty cutthroat business shit there. I mean, like he flat out says in that same interview, like there were 300-something employees at Sega of America uh, when he came in, and he cut it down to 90. Yes. Yeah when he got there and started rebuilding a
2: new team. And he bought visual concepts, brought the 2K yeah, Sports like a, brand.
1: Yeah, like if you look at his track record, he's he's the guy who brought Peter Moore from shoes into video games. Like think about that. Mm-hmm. Like think about the raw marketing talent of Peter Moore and like Bernie was the guy who saw that when he was at like Reebok and said, "Hey, he needs to be at Sega." Um and yeah, like yeah, and bought like the, you know, the 2K Sports stuff on Dreamcast was huge. Yep like, arguably the biggest thing on the
2: Dreamcast. I mean, this their uh, sports run from the Dreamcast era up to about 2004-2005 is probably one of the greatest runs any company has had with sports games, period.
1: Yes, those things were super popular, even on a console that never really caught on the way it probably should have, yep. right? Um, like, conspicuously without EA Sports games on it, you know, like, they kind of they came in and made, like, not only a credible alternative to EA Sports, but, like, Arguably a superior one, a, right? a
2: preferable one, especially on the football side.
1: Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah. Like also, <laughs> the franchises at Sony that he signed: Crash Bandicoot, Ridge Racer, Oddworld Inhabitants, hmm. Spyro the Dragon, and Battle Arena Toshinden. Like not exactly did a lightweight some stuff. Did some stuff.
0: There's a uh, there's and, a line and in again. Oh, yeah, sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say there's a line in here that. Uh, uh, in this article also that says "In in a 2015 interview I reminded Stoller that the comedian Martin Short once made a joke at a Game Awards show that Bernie had worked at every company in the gaming business and aside from the part of him working at every company in the gaming business, what when was Martin Short at a Game Awards show? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's it was like the more... Did he show up like away. the Dice Awards some year, and we just didn't notice because it was the Dice Awards? Is there a different Ooh. Martin Short in the video game industry that they're referencing? Oh, no. in that? I don't
1: think so. Uh, that, was, that, you know, that's, that sounds like maybe Martin Short had some material prepared for him.
0: Hmm. Martin Short's b- big Saturn fan. Or,
1: or, yeah, maybe maybe Martin Short is a, just a big... He really keeps up on the moving and shaking <laughs> yeah. in the games <laughs> business. Uh, anyway, yeah, like, the, Bernie got uh, forced out of Sega, according to him, hmm. uh, mid-Dreamcast, because we all know how that thing went. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, like, bounced around at other companies, but never was really directly in the kind of main console games business again. He succeeded Tom Kalinske. I mean, I'm, we've talked about Tom Kalinske's time at Sega, for years as well. He was there through the Genesis and stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, like again, like Bernie, Bernie Stoller was a firebrand and outspoken enough in the nineties that you knew who he was Yeah, you know, at a, at a time before video game executives were like household names or really even prominently featured in a lot of places. Uh, I remember him being prominently featured in like Usenet flame wars. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. That's probably where I actually remember him the most was, People flaming each other on Usenet about the Saturn and the PlayStation. Like, just just awful fanboy wars.
0: Oh, the days of the real console wars. Yeah. Uh, the yeah, impression like I, the, I get of Bernie Stollers from this interview here is one of a different time of video game executives that might refer to the fucking kids mm-hmm. will buy the shit kind of things. Instead of, let's say, like a it's, Phil Spencer on yeah. stage being like, hey, I grew up with all you guys. I That's love video I games, like- too.
1: We, we believe in the power of video games to bring people together.
0: Right, right, right. <laughs>
1: Bernie, Bernie's just like, fuck a man, <laughs> we gotta move the product.
0: Bernie That's believes right. in the power of killing Saturn.
1: <laughs> That's right. He's, like, got, he's, got a, he's got a product to sell, he's got a job to do, and he's gonna get it done.
0: Like, would tell somebody, like, have you seen these fucking kids going bananas over Cabbage Patch Kid dolls and uh, the fucking uh, the, the Dreamcast? How do we get this in the stores by Christmas? The thing is, that- he was right about the Saturn. He did need to kill the
2: Saturn. He was right about the Dreamcast. Oh, yeah. They needed to have a system that was more powerful. It just didn't work out. Yeah.
1: It was too late at that point, I think. Rest in peace. Yeah.
0: He yes. was seventy five. Seventy
1: five. Yeah. Yeah. End of end of an era. So.
0: Uh, that is the news. Some breaking. Some just breaking your heart. hmm That's right. You know? Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us here today over on the Next Lander podcast. If you want to go support the old Next Lander podcast, you do that. You can do that by listening to the podcast. You do it by mm-hmm. watching our stuff, wherever you might be. Or you can go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Nextlander, and you can find a tier that's right for you. We have stuff coming up. We've got our... Almost titled <laughs> podcast about uh, TV and movies. I, th-
1: I, think, I think it has gotten named the same way most things have gotten <laughs> named, which is that we fell backwards into the thing we hated the least because
2: we got tired trying.
1: We just got to come up with something.
0: I'm a fan. We'll, we'll get there. Like it. It, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. It's, it's fine. We're, uh, we're going to have that go up. Uh, That's next week. Yeah, Alex.
2: Yeah, I'm shooting for Monday, but well, there's a couple of things that are still in the air right now, so we'll see how it goes.
0: Okay, and that'll be, uh, first up will be that Jaws episode, so if you're looking to watch some Jaws and listen to us talk about Jaws, then boy, have I got a podcast for you, and that should be next week. Uh, We'll also have, not next week, but probably the week after, uh, that Never Been a Better Podcast for July, and that'll be Alex and Bacalar and Abby Russell and myself uh, sitting there chewing chewing the fat on that one we've got the quarry coming up the quarry the quarry on thursday this week we got a patron's choice coming up on friday poll up now brad yes poll is up now uh as of the recording of this podcast
1: as predicted yes full motion video always takes it
0: uh, there is a Gabriel Knight 2 option on there. That's right. Uh, if you want to go vote, you can. Might as,
1: might as so. well just write placeholder in the other two. <laughs> when a cheesy 90s FMV game is on the menu,
0: they're fantastic and they they never uh, they never get old. They never they yes. never get old. The other options on there, I believe, are uh, uh, some Cuphead and uh, yeah,
1: some co-op. We're thinking about trying to play yeah. some co-op Cuphead over the internet over Unity's Parsec.
0: <laughs> yeah well we, we could do the steam the, sharing too
1: or the steam the steam sharing yeah
0: yeah yeah. and what else is on there
1: uh, I put the looker oh the looker yeah we see, should go it, back it to seems, both of those ideas like if they don't make game. it
0: yeah um, uh, so yeah I can go over and 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 vote over there you can find all yeah. of that information over on the patreon again patreon.com slash next yes, bunch of different tiers a uh,
1: couple of couple of addenda to that stuff the watchcast is for patrons next week Mm-hmm. It'll be out. It'll be out publicly the week after. Yes,
2: ten dollar and up gets clear. it next week, and then uh, five dollars and free listeners will get it the
0: week following. And you can find those d- details there on the Patreon. I think that post is still pinned yes, that post is there. still pinned. It's right there at the top. You can look at it.
1: Yes, yes. Also, also important announcements. uh Oh, been talking about some ways to evolve the show, the format of the show. Uh huh. You know, some new segments we might add and so forth. Uh huh. I've got a radical idea.
0: Mm-hmm. What do you think in here, shoemaker? I've
1: had I have had an unprecedented creative impulse, which is okay. This has never been tried on a podcast before.
0: Okay.
2: I think we should take emails.
0: That would never work.
2: Never. No. No one. No one. No one would possibly want that. Who's who sends I emails?
0: Who uses email in twenty twenty two? Text you can text Brad Shoemaker. That's right. <laughs> okay,
1: yes. Just text him. Just text me your questions at Yeah. Get what's, what's your phone what's your phone number again?
0: Hit him up, uh you just you just hit him up on your favorite app uh of uh of, what's, he's on WhatsApp, you just hit him up mm-hmm. and then he'll uh where can people if they wanna email in? So we're we're we're, we're actually take doing emails. That. We are doing that. But uh Yeah, uh, I, mean,
1: I miss taking emails on a podcast.
0: Yeah, but it might not be every time. And it might uh, not be a lot of them every episode, but but uh uh interaction leads to leads to intimacy brad where can people email
1: it's true i haven't actually made the email address yet what do you huh. think uh my my default was podcast uh-huh. I, at nextlander.com
0: sure i like that it's
1: you, easy you to Came remember. up with you came up with emails at nextlander, which i think is which i think is pretty funny
0: yep we can do that what uh, about webmaster no Mm. don't do that i don't Mm. like that you can do podcast uh, emails
1: nope that might be that might be that might be putting the joke before the functionality oh okay (laughs)
0: um why don't you email at podcast podcast let's let's
1: just do podcast podcast at nextlander.com yeah podcast podcast
0: podcast, you can email us over there and uh uh, we'll try and get those uh uh, emails all situated maybe we'll try an email segment yes address
1: hopefully should be functional by the time you hear
2: this if it bounces, please try again later.
0: <laughs> That's right. Our operators
2: will be standing by.
0: I want to take a second here and uh, uh, call out some of our Patreon members that are over in that mysterious benefactor tier. And they get their names uh, read here this on the show. This is a call show. out post. Yeah, this is uh, this is me uh, uh, naming the folks over in that mysterious benefactor tier. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. Get your pencils down. and going to write these names down? All right. Starting with... Alex's Little Heebie Jeebies, John Richardson, Bornack, Corey Porter, Vinny's Giant Buga Bugas, James Smith, Skywarp, John Hubbard, Sean Miller, Nick Donegan, Evan Cook, Mark Wilhelm, J.M., Jerry Lee, Gary Pejke, Conrad Kuzmin, Robert Fisher, John McInnes, Octo Thorpe Bunny Crimes, Casey Shaughnessy, Peter Reardon, Thomas Lynn, Jad Rita, Stetics, Andrew Jackson, Bacon Monk, Razgriz underscore forgot to change his name last week underscore two, Brian Murphy, Trevor and Adrian R, Kevin Velato, Randy Duax, Mark Allenbach, Aaron Gonzalez Beer, Andrew Tiebkin, Alex Wu. It Me JP, Matt Clements Jr., Edward Cheek, Andrew Slosky, Steve Lin, Richard Welsh, AKA Hired Noobs, Matthew Herrig, David Campos, and Tyler Treese. Those are the mysterious benefactors for this week. But I want to give a big thank you to everyone out there in the Nextlander
2: universe. And I would like to go out there and say that my heebie-jeebies are enormous.
0: Oh, geez. Size of Florida oranges they are. (laughs) You can't see the video, but Alex is holding up his heebie-jeebies right now, and that means I need to end this podcast. Yes. That's why this is not a video podcast. Podcast at nextlander.com. Podcast at nextlander.com. Podcast. Emails at nextlander.com podcast podcast podcast
1: there's still time
0: podcast we're sticking podcast. by any other
1: if you got any other funny novelty email addresses now we're sticking with it okay podcast at Nextlander.com.
0: B mails? emails oh man no there's right, so no, no there's no more co- email
1: i think that those 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 yes, those have left the industry
0: <laughs> mm, okay okay e- podcast at Nextlander.com. Uh, You can send your emails in, your questions, your funny stories, uh, whatever you got, your your tales of how you were involved in some making of Sonic, in uh, whether it be movie (laughs) or video game. Um, Did Bernie Stoller fire you? Let's find out. (laughs) Got a funny Bernie story that just needs to be shared? Please, just the funny ones. That's all we want to know. Yeah, please. We can't read the other ones. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's show. Uh, I mentioned everything already in the upcoming stuff, so check all that stuff out. I want to sincere thanks to everybody again for supporting us. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Alex. If you are traveling uh, or uh, have some time off during the the upcoming American holiday break here, I want to wish you safe travels and a safe holiday break. On the July fourth, we will be closed on Monday. The office is locked. We can't get in. Yep we we don't have the key. It's a they won't let. They won't let us in. So we'll not be streaming on that Monday, but we'll be back on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I will not uh, be around for streams
2: next week as I'm going to be upstate, but I will be on for the podcast. So
0: We hope. Fingers crossed. Yeah, assuming the internet We're, is
2: a complete garbage, I'll be on yes. the podcast. Yes.
0: So thanks, everybody, and have a safe and happy holiday. See you, Brad. See you, Alex, next week.